morning, team. Thank you, Anthony. Back in one piece from meow, Biggin Hill. We had more hits to the LBC website after Biggin Hill than anything else this year. Even the, uh, even some of the big events which have taken place. Anyway, it's lovely to have your company. Anthony's back with you tomorrow morning. Welcome along. It's nice to have your company. To have your company nice. I think today it's going to rain. They've said rain. Uh, very, very heavy. Very heavy this morning. And it'll brighten up this afternoon and then there'll be a heat wave. OK, but it's going to be another hottie. But it's definitely going to rain a bit later on. Nice programme for you between now and seven. So if you're a new listener, it all happens here. On FM, online. Hello. Back in one piece. You're right. Good. Nice time. Hot, wasn't it? Hot. Hot, hot, hot. In that field. I had a hat on all the time. Do you know, there's no pictures of me. There's more pictures of you than there are of me. I'm hiding behind. And I'm convinced I had a row with Darren. I said, but you took a picture of me. He said, I never took a picture of you. I said, yes, you... Then I suddenly realised it was a photographer down there yeah. who took a picture of us, me and you. Yeah. Well, where's that one gone? No idea. Yeah, I don't know. I probably looked attractive in it. I had my, my new jacket, my new hat on. Very hot, though. Too hot for me. Well, but I lovely. Air, I was air-conditioned upstairs. Were you? Mm. I've, I've often heard that. Yes. They've often said about Anthony Davis, he said, air-conditioned upstairs, you know. True. See you tomorrow. Bye. Au revoir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Do you know, I had a, I had a, a strange... Turn this morning in bed. I went like that. I turned over the other side, and um, and I had this crave. I woke up with a craving for peanut butter on tuck crackers. I've never had such a craving like it. And well, Ritz cra- on any sort of crackers actually. I only had tuck crackers, and so I'm lying there thinking, "Don't be so silly. You don't need them." So I got up to go to the bathroom. I looked at the clock, and it said twenty past twelve. I thought, "Oh, I could have some crackers and some peanut butter." So I did. I go to the cupboard and I get out the... And I'm watching television this morning, eating crackers and peanut butter. And, you know, I feel really bloated this morning. And I've checked my blood sugar and it's rubbish. It's rubbish. It's at 15. It's rubbish. Absolute rubbish. But anyway, nice to be company. Being Tuesday, he's back. I am. He is. Hello. Alan Dodger. That's enough from him. Anyway, moving on to uh, me. Bonjour. You've been to France? Uh, no. 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 Then I mentioned I had a letter from Michael Flatley. Yes, about 14 yeah. times. On his uh, headed note paper. Oh, it's gone. Where's it gone? Oh, he, he has lined envelopes. Does he? Lined envelopes in gold. Lined envelopes. Don't we all? Sorry? Don't we all? Don't you? Yeah. Well, just sorry. Well, I'm just checking. Yeah. Just checking. And it just says, uh, Steve. Thank you very much indeed, Steve, for having uh, me on your show. I enjoyed the interview. Hope we get the chance to catch up again. Best wishes for a great summer, Michael Flatley. Right. Isn't that nice. Yes. Is he it said, actually from him, or has yeah. he had somebody else do he it? He says, great chat, God bless. What a nice man. But he didn't type it, did he? He probably just dictated it. Well, probably whatever, not even his signature. This now, this is, the, this, this, this is what I call following... I'll tell you who else does this. Um, who's the woman who writes the, uh, the horsey novels? Jilly... No. Cooper. Jilly Cooper. She always, whenever she does an interview, will, will send a little handwritten note saying, thank you very much indeed for our chat... And and it's and it just kind of finishes it off. Jackie Collins does exactly the same. You do a chat with Jackie, she'll send you a little handwritten note. Thank you very much indeed for our chat. Lovely to see you again. And you think now that's that's, that's what nice. you call nice. Yes. Did you write? No. What do you mean did I write? Did you write I'm... to say you'd be here today? No, you didn't. What you no. want me to send a letter every time I'm in? Well, because well, otherwise, it's very nice to be because here. otherwise nice you'll you. moan, won't you? Because I know what you're going to moan about today. 
I'm not moaning. No, you're going to. I'm not going to moan. You what, are going to moan. I'm going to moan about because you're going to go. We're we going for breakfast. I'm going to go. No, we're not going for breakfast. We're not going again. No, because you didn't tell me last night you were coming in. I told did you? you last week I was coming in. You did and not. You so said, that's fine. We'll no, go you for didn't. Breakfast. In fact, wait a minute. I can even get the uh, the text message out on this one because you didn't tell me this at all. I'm I not. To- I didn't, I, we spoke on the phone last week. Oh, we did not. So we, we did not. Well so did we? Didn't you're just wound up today because I've got something you haven't. That's all that's, this is about. A job. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find this one here now. <sighs> so it shows you're way down my list of texters. Other people are higher up the list. Oh, look, you're under... Oh, Alan, there we go. You know why it's hard the to find The last time he wrote to me, ladies and gentlemen, was on the 21st of June. Yes, but I... 1986. Because all I right? phoned you. Phoned. Hello. I've only just got in from a recording session with one of my clients. Got to be there again tomorrow, as still too much to do. Sorry, can't make it in, as I need to get some sleep. Sorry. And that, and that was the last I heard from him. Wasn't that last Until week? he turned up this morning. And the moment he turned up, I thought, he's going to ask to go to breakfast. And I'm going to go, I can't, I've got something to do. What have you got to do? Things. Like what? You've, You've got, got go nothing to, my, to do. You just to do... my accountant. What, at seven o'clock in the morning? Seven thirty. Oh, don't be so silly. Eight. You're not. I am so. You, you're just annoyed. I'm not going to breakfast You're just annoyed because you. you haven't got one of these. One of what? One of these. A hat. Well, I've got a crease shirt like this yours. This would be an iPhone 4. Yeah. An iPhone I've, 4. Yeah. Where's your iPhone 4? Oh, wait a minute. Where's your iPad? I'm not asking about your iPad. Where's your <laughs> iPhone 4? Where's your iPad? No, don't change the subject. You don't have an iPad, do because you? Because you don't have it yet. No. But what, all right, but put it this way. We've all had iPhones around here for the last God knows how many years. You have only just got one. We've been playing with, uh, with iPhones for ages. What have you got on your iPhone that I haven't got on my iPhone? Bearing in mind that this is the upgraded... So this is where it'll, it'll come into its own, ladies and gentlemen. Bearing in mind that I've got the upgraded software on here. There's nothing la, you la, can la, say. La, just tell me. Look how plasticky yours looks. Because it is. Look how metal mine is. It's got a plastic look cover. Well, excuse me. Thin mine is. The metal cover comes off, as look we how all know. Thin it that is. metal cover comes off. How it shines. Yes, how it shines with your and finger wait marks. Wait a moment. How long were you talking to everybody on la, air about la, when yours la, was la, coming? La, and la. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I think even last week you were oh, saying you were going to pick it so up. So anyway, yes, of course, I couldn't be bothered to queue. <laughs> right, well, whereas you did, I queued so, in a queue so of three So you decided people. to leave the little band round the outside on it, as opposed to taking it off. What little band? There is no little band on this. It's just pure metal casing. There is no band on it. Oh, you didn't get the extra bit. Didn't need to. My antenna is not affected. Ah, not you didn't all... get the extra bit, ladies and gentlemen. So, in other words, it's a substandard iPhone. In other <laughs> words, it's the incomplete iPhone. It's the one that works. And, and you need you that extra it. bit. You know you need that extra bit. Well, of course you don't because you're not an iPhone user. So, what have you got on yours that I haven't got on mine? Well, I haven't got anything on it because I've, I've hardly... I've been uh, still trying to work out how to use the blooming thing. Okay. So, so I, I haven't got that many apps on it at all. No. No. Well, I mean, you don't need any, do you, really? Well, far no. too busy. I'm far too busy running around. I've got pages of apps. Yes, well, I'm sure you have. Pages and pages. But do you use them? Sorry? Do All the time. Them? Every day. Of course you I'm do. using one now. What, what, what are you using now? It's called getting rid of annoying little so-and-sos. <laughs> and you push a button and uh, it makes a noise. Right. I wonder if I can get rid of you on this one. Wait a minute. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, actually. Yes. If I can. Is this, is this on your old iPhone that you're doing this, is it? This is on Sorry? the old one. The big, the big chunky one. Uh, not the slender, sleek one that I have. Excuse me, it's exactly the same thickness. It's not! Look at this! Mine's half the thickness of yours! It's not half the Look thickness. Look at it! I'm sorry, that is not half... Look, wait a minute. I'll just take the cover. It's not half the thickness. Oh, for goodness sake. Hold it properly. Pass it here. Pass that's it not here. half the that thickness. That is half the thickness. Look, do you think that's half, half the thickness, Jess? No, it's not half, thank you. She oh, wouldn't say half. For goodness sake. 
Two, what do you mean, two-thirds? Hey, thank you. Yeah. Yours is two-thirds as thick two as thirds. mine. <laughs> the weather for today is going to rain. All right. <laughs> it's going to rain all day. He just looked at his app, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I heard it on the news last <laughs> night. They said to me on the... Well, not me, they probably told everybody. Right. But they said, uh, just they said today, look at it outside, it's going to rain. Isn't Did you bring an umbrella? Well, no. No, I seem to remember the last time we went out for a non-existent breakfast, you didn't bring an umbrella, and you had tried to shelter under mine. Well, I didn't try to. I did shelter under yours. Yeah, but of course, unfortunately, there wasn't enough room to put you under my because umbrella. Because we went under the blooming hoarding over there, oh, and you still yeah. had the umbrella up. So anyway, Jordan is still in love with Peter Andre. Oh. Do you know, I did watch a thing the other day, and uh, John Warrington gave it to me. What was that? It's called Peter Andre, The Next Chapter. And it's the same as Jordan, the next chapter, only it's Peter Andre. And what this did was follow Peter Andre, or it's following Peter Andre, whilst he did his concerts. Yeah. In front of not very many people. And at one point, Peter Andre slept with, uh, with a glamour model. Thank you, darling. This is in the next chapter. Yeah, th- this was not this week's programme, this was last week's programme. And he sleeps with this girl... Right. Whose name I cannot remember. Anyway, she, didn't, she, she decides, because this is what these sort of girls do, is to sell the story. Mm, so right. she sells the story to, I think, either the News of the World or the Daily Star on Sunday, or perhaps both of them. And they then run it with Peter Andre sleeps with this girl. Peter goes into a little bit of a meltdown. On and the programme. And he's, he's there, and his agent Claire phones him and says, listen, there's this story that you've been with this uh, page three type girl, this sort of glamour model... And, uh, anyway, she sold a story about your love life and all this kind of thing. And he then goes into meltdown. What are my kids going to think? And all the rest of it. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me, let me get this right. Stupid 37-year-old sleeps with glamour model, you know, and then you sound surprised when they go to the newspapers. And that's why I couldn't understand it. Why would you be surprised? You sleep with one of those sort of girls. That's how they make their living. I'm surprised if he is surprised, to be honest. He'd probably done it for the show, isn't he? He then picks up the phone to Junior. Junior's managed to Who's get hold junior? of... His son. Oh, right. He's managed to get hold of a copy of the... Uh, sorry, not, not, not Junior. The, the other one. No, no, sorry, no, it is Junior. It is Junior. There's Harvey, Junior and Princess Tiami. <laughs> God. Anyway, so he picks up the phone to Junior, and Junior has managed, at the age of about five or six, to go out and buy a newspaper and has read a story. <laughs> Sorry, what? And he's, and he's saying to his... Fa- and so, so Peter Andre is saying on the phone, no, no Daddy doesn't have a girlfriend called, called Maddie. No, I still love you. I'm thinking, has Jordan given him this newspaper? Because I don't believe that little kid understands anything about Daddy's got a new girlfriend, all this kind of rubbish. I just don't believe it. It was so contrived. It was almost pitifully pathetic. And then he's going, you know, I don't want my kids to be affected. I'm thinking, well, why'd you sleep with her? Why did you sleep with her? He said, well, I only slept with her a few times. You think, she's a glamour model. For glamour model... Oh, a few re- times, not just once. No, sadly, a few times. Oh, right. But then he's quite clearly... He's obviously attracted to those sort of girls... And and then she she quite normally, as these sort of people do, they sell the story to the paper. Guess who I slept with? And so she goes into lurid detail. I mean, it, it is a bit tacky and cheap, but she's obviously one of those tacky, cheap kind of people. That's how she makes her living. Well, that's how they do it. Sleep with somebody, exactly. go and sell the story. Yeah. Thank God nobody can ever do it I to me. I keep trying every day. What? Sleep with somebody and sell the story. I know. I love the idea of sleeping with somebody and selling the story. It would be nice. But it was very tacky. Very tacky, the whole thing. But Peter Andre doing his... And that's all he seems to do. He either does his little concerts where he quite clearly thinks he's Michael Jackson and because he, he does the whole dancing bit. But we didn't actually see much of the concert. They were very careful not to show you too much of it because then you'd 
probably think to yourself, so he's only had two and a half hit singles, has he? And on this basis, he's got a concert going. The but answer the, is yes. But the scary thing, thing is, is there's obviously that many people out there watching it that they decided to make it. Oh, yeah, well, but, yeah, but, but we have a, a fascination. Steve Allen. Because you try and... Yeah, but I talk about it. I get paid. John Warrington. I get paid. All right, John Warrington. He gets paid. Not to talk about that. To give it to me. He, he make makes it. copies and... Uh, and then send it in to me. Brought it in last week. And it wasn't until yesterday I got down to watching the thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, we might talk football with Alan in a moment. Because, sure. the fo- because in uh, at seven o'clock this morning they land. Oh, r- oh, right, yes. They land. I have been watching it. Now, where do they land? Because we know... The that airport. The- <laughs> so, ah, yeah, but which airport? Because we know ah. that some of them have got a connection on somewhere else. From somewhere in Surrey... So, oh, are so they're they, landing at Farnborough? Are they, sorry? Are they going to land at Farnborough, then? Ah, well, I don't... Well, that's what I think they might do. Because some of them have got a connection from Farnborough to go up north. So, hang on a minute. We're paying for them to get a charter flight into Farnborough rather yeah. than just using a normal schedule flight. Yeah. Schedule. Schedule. Yeah. Uh, well, un- unless they're actually going to Gatwick and they're all sitting on a coach. In other words, we have got no idea, but they're flying into this morning. Yeah. But then, all, but then also, they are definitely flying some of them out of Farnborough. We know that. So then they must be flying into Farnborough. Well, you're not, not necessarily. You're not going to fly into Gatwick and then get a Well, I don't know how far Gatwick is. Don't take that tone with I'm me. I'm not taking that tone with you. I'm just saying. Just because you haven't got an iPhone 4. Stop it. We have to do the news headlines. You're getting on my nerves this morning. Really, I'll put the phone away. It's really getting on my nerves. It's uh, 16 minutes past five. These are the headlines. England's footballers are on their way home from South Africa after their World Cup exit. The squad are due to arrive at Heathrow this morning. Ten Russian intelligence officers have been arrested in the US on suspicion of spying. Eight of them were arrested on Sunday for allegedly carrying out long-term deep cover assignments. That's typical. You should have read the news beforehand, shouldn't you, to realise that they're flying into Heathrow. (laughs) How ridiculous. Let's have the travel, shall we? It's Matt Jones. Thank you very much, Steve. Yes, good morning. Uh, 97.3. Dear, honestly. Where are they flying into? (laughs) They're flying into Heathrow. <laughs> so perhaps oh. we've got it wrong about Farnborough. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, honestly, how oh. funny. How funny uh, they were when they were playing football. Yes, exactly. It was it terrible. Was, did you watch? I did. Yeah, I watched as well. In dismay. I, I, I just thought to myself that uh, the, the big problem with them is that nobody's got any passion. They, in fact, there are pictures in the papers today, two of them here. This is uh, Ashley Cole and Ledley King laughing away like there's no tomorrow. When they say here, England's pampered cup flop show total contempt for fans, laughing in defeat. They obviously think it's ri- re- really hilarious, you know. But then, of course, we look at you, Ashley, and we laugh all the time. What they brought... Who do they bring on as a substitute? They brought somebody on as a substitute. I remember thinking, what the hell have they brought them on for? Oh, I can't remember. It's the one I think on. is uh, Emil Heskey, who came on as a substitute. His is the, the wag... Uh, who he's engaged to, who turns up at an orphanage in South Africa, you know, where children have got nothing. They're, they're happy to play with some, you know, in the dirt. She's wearing a £350 Chanel belt. Stupid woman. I tell you, they don't come any thicker than wags, do they? But at least they're all coming home as well. Shove them in baggage classes. It's just a disgrace the amount of money they're paid. That they well, so that's badly. what everybody's complained about. If you're paying somebody that much money and they still can't manage to turn in any results... I mean, they're not much good playing for their own teams. I mean, the only decent thing you can say is that Wayne Rooney has waxed his body now. Why is that a good thing? Well, because it's, he obviously thinks it's, it was something worth doing. But, of course, like Samson, it obviously sapped his strength. He didn't do anything he didn't do any anything, of the games. Did he? Nothing. What a total plank he turned out to be. In fact, all of them were blooming useless. No, Stephen Gerrard was good. Yeah, but they all look so old. Do they? 
Mm. Really? I think so. Oh, I didn't think they looked old. I just thought, I don't think you're right. There was no compared passion to, in the game. Uh, to, compared to Germany. Well, yeah, Germany's a very young team. But right? at one point, Germany... God, talking, I can't believe we're talking football. I know, but, but anyway. Gurr, butch. Yeah, butch, football, Jordan. I had to watch it in the pub a couple of times. I had to really get in there. Oh, I didn't go to the pub at all. I could hear it, but... I, I didn't watch the last one there, though. No. I thought, no, if he goes wrong... No, not. But Germany were just kicking the ball between themselves, and our team are running around. You know, I mean, I would have thought that if Alan's got the ball and there's somebody next to him, and I go running towards Alan, he's going to pass the ball to the other side, and I'm going to go running over there... And they're going to pass the ball back to Alan, and that's but how it seems to work. No. They did. That's exactly what they no, did. No, we ran around. That's not, what not... I said. That we, we ran around. The Germans were just happily having a little... Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, right. Around. I thought you said And they then all around. of a sudden they kicked it into the goal. Yes. Four times. Well, we did have one which did go in. Yeah. They got disallowed. That could have changed the game. No, it couldn't. Why would it, it have changed the game? it could. But it's right, it would have changed the game... Don't be so ridiculous. It is. Of course it is. Don't be so ridiculous, Alan. How is that ridiculous? Alan, don't be so stupid. Anyway, just don't be silly. You don't know anything about football. I know the offside. Listen, all right. What 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 formation were they using? Four four two. Four four two. Three three four. I don't. Know. Three three four. When when was this three well, three? What formation did they use then? See, you don't even. You're asking me a question. You don't even know the answer to it. I was trying to think of something witty as a post. <laughs> you don't even know and the I answer to it. What's the offside rule? Well, you don't go offside. Well, no, tell me what, what That's it is. the rule. Go offside and you're in big trouble with The teacher. offside rule is when the little man on the edge of the, on the, edge of the pitch puts his flag up. That's obviously offside. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in big trouble with matron. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. It's going to rain today, so there'll be lots of depression. They will come back looking suitably depressed because they'll have been told on the coach... And on the plane, listen, there's going to be lots of photographers, boys. Try and look as though you're, you know, as though you're a little bit depressed. Depressed. Yeah, as opposed to not really being depressed. You can have a good old laugh when you get back home and laugh yes. at our expense. No laughing. No laughing. Kelly Brook in the paper today. I'm a bit bored with Kelly Brook uh, because she's uh, cuddling a hunk on a jet ski uh, in a snap that's sure to have her ex turning green. Uh, this snap... Days after she was pictured kissing, kissing Matthew Morrison shows how far she's getting over the breakup. But she's always got over people's breakups very quickly. That's what Kelly Brook does. If there's a photographer there, she'll pose for them. She's 30, but behaving like a 12-year-old. She's 30 already? Yes. So I thought she was younger than that. I know, I mentally flies. I think she's younger than that. That's why flies. you remember when she was dropped from the big breakfast. Because she couldn't read the auto cue. No, of course. Couldn't read, and she had to put all the words were small. Because she'd sit there going, Sansa, San... What's that? Oh, that's right. You remember? I remember and she'd that. sit there staring at it, so they had to change the words to make it easier. It's like there used to be a lovely kids' television program years ago, and it was hosted by Bill Oddie. Right. Who didn't work very well with children. And it had lots of people. I think one of the, I think it's on YouTube, this thing. And at one time, they're all sitting around the, uh, the table, all these children, including uh, somebody who went on to be in EastEnders, and this little girl. And she's reading a thing. She says, and later on, because she's about eight... Or nine, she says, We're going to be talking about the Grand Prix. And but the fella next to her goes, Grand Prix. She says, But it says Grand Prix yes. up there. And it, it went out on YouTube and it went out. And that was the same program that Bill Oddie had so much. I think it was called Saturday Banana. And they had a li- it was live and they had a studio full of kids and they would not keep quiet. When you've got a load of kids, they're going to run around and go mad. And Bill Oddie went, Will you shut up or I'm going to clear the studio? And they didn't shut up. So they cleared the studio. They threw them all. Really? Oh, yeah. It was a classic example of presenter not being able to control anything. This is live on air? Yeah. Yeah. 
It, it was good stuff, actually. Not not quite as good as Rachel Stevens. What's she been up to? Rachel Stevens was taken on to GMTV to do the television review. Unfortunately, Rachel, thick as a plank, Stevens didn't have the faintest idea what she was talking about. And it went from bad to worse. Um, she claimed the Dales were in France and the old Vic in EastEnders was going to be burnt down. Where did she get her information from? Quite clearly herself. Uh, because, at some secret signal, she suddenly began shuffling cue cards like a black jack dealer on crack and started channelling the thoughts of Vicky Pollard before the poor girl lost it completely. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, apparently, she was talking about Miss Nude Australia. But, yeah, we can't show any clips, but, yeah, no, it's um, hilarious. It looks very funny. What time is it on? I don't know. I don't know. Mm, yeah? And this was Rachel Stevens, I'm afraid. Uh, the so-called um, yet school of TV presenting. In fact, it was so excruciating that presenter Kate Garraway then cast her adrift with the put-down. You've described it so well, I think we should look at a clip. <laughs> <laughs> a voice dripping with so much sarcasm, writes Ali Ross. I almost thought she was talking to Christine Bleakley. But no, it was definitely Rachel Stevens, because there ain't no moron like an S-Club moron. Oh, my goodness. I mean, she really is thick. I mean, she makes Kelly Brook look intelligent. What on earth was she brought on in the first place? Because reviews? they've started using different people before the whole thing collapses and they get rid of them all and bring in Christine Bleakley and uh, a very boring man in the morning sit there talking about the news and whether we're going to be election later on today. But it's Rachel Stevens. She, what's, she, I don't see the relevance of doing TV I don't reviews. understand. Well, to be honest, they obviously think, as indeed they obviously thought on Channel 4 yesterday, that if you have... Melanie Sykes and Denise Van Outen doing a programme. It'll be very good. Right. Whereas, in fact, it was absolute rubbish, I'm afraid. Because all they've done all week is criticise people who read, the auto, who read autocue, autocuties. And what were they doing yesterday? Stumbling through reading autocue. At one point, Melanie Sykes, whose television presenting skills have possibly got worse over the years, since she was a carer for Des O'Connor on the television, and she aims most of her conversation to the audience in the studio. Which, of course, you know, numbers about five... Whereas, in fact, the audience who are watching are at home and the six of us. And so we watched car crash television where they were just dreadful. And you're going to have to watch it again today, I'm afraid. Great. Which is a bit sad. Joy. Yeah. Joy, 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 joy. But, but, that, but that's, as, as everybody says, and Ali Ross has said exactly the same, when are we going to have TV presenters who know how to present as opposed to TV personalities who don't know how to present? It's no good sicking Rav Wilding on... Yesterday, the television, because he's, you know, he's pretty to look at, but he's as boring as anything. You, you get more joy out of talking to a strawberry. But there, don't seem, there doesn't seem to be a job for a professional presenter anymore. It's no. all celebrities then pushed into being a presenter. Yes, that's right. They go, I tell you what, you can be a presenter on the television. And they can't. And they can't. No. And then they realise. Lenny Henry started off quite well and then degenerated into him thinking he was very funny. Well, the last time Lenny Henry was funny was about 1976. Seven. Yeah. 77, I do beg your pardon, you it go. was. I remember the yeah, moment yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where he said to that girl, he was, he was doing his show from the... Um... Oh, don't, go, do, go on, say it. Okay, it's, he, it's the funniest, it's the funniest line this. ever. Seriously, it's so prepare funny, yourself, really. prepare he, yourself. He on. was doing this show from the Hackney Empire, <laughs> oh, and he goes down to this girl, <laughs> yeah. and the audience goes, yeah. hey girl. And she goes, <laughs> he goes, see, you got any African in you? And she goes, no. He goes, would you like some? Oh. It's just, honestly, well, we doubled up with that one. It was one of the funniest lines, oh. honestly. People everywhere were sewing. Get me a needle and cotton. Let me sew my sides up. Brings it it was as bad as that. Yes. It was as bad as that. Not half as bad as a 14-year-old. Who goes out the other day in uh, Swansea. 
Swansea. I, I love the Welsh. Hey, I like I being love the Wales. Yeah, I, I like. I, sorry, we. <laughs> no, you're Welsh, isn't it? Your your Welsh sounds you about as, to... as interesting as somebody who's about to make a coracle. Why do you, why go up an octave? You go down an octave. Yeah, low Wales. Because well, I, I, I the Victor Spinetti, you see, talks a bit like that. Oh, I see. And I like I, I like that. I think it's very sexy. And and th- this this girl is fourteen, uh, and she's called Jude Hoare. And sorry, that's her name. That's her name, Jude Hoare. She's uh, 14, and she goes out to a sunbed centre. Oh, right. And, uh, and she puts money in the slot, and she gets a sunbed, and she's burnt to pieces. Because, at 14, you're not allowed to go on sunbeds. Yes. And the manager said, there are signs everywhere saying kids aren't allowed. But this 14-year-old goes in there. Right. Her mother doesn't know anything about it. Her mum, Jane, who didn't know Jude had visited the shop, said the pain was so bad she started crying. Jude knows she's too young to use salons, but girls know they can go there because they're unmanned. Well, you quite clearly, Mrs Hoare got a very unmanageable daughter. You need to teach her the difference between right and wrong. If it says, don't use this if you're under 16, don't blooming well use it. So is she complaining now in the paper? Yes. She's complaining? She's complaining because her her runaway daughter has been in and used a sunbed that there are big signs saying, do not... I mean, if you saw one and it said, little short fat men with new iPhones, you know, shouldn't use these sunbeds, you don't use the sunbeds, do no, you? No, no, but if I saw one that says, tall, beautiful, handsome, skinny man with an iPhone... You'd I'd know it was me. One. You'd know it was I'd me. i that one. Straight away. It's very kind of you, Alan. The first compliment I've had this year. London's biggest conversation. Commercial landlords today. It's Steve Allen's early breakfast. It's LBC 97.3. It's 5.30... I mentioned I had a letter from Michael Flatley, from his home. I'm not convinced it's from him. I think it is just... so from Michael How Flatley. How do you know? Just because it's written at the top. Well, it, it, exactly. He sent it from Ireland. You haven't cause... even interviewed him. Sorry? You haven't even interviewed him. Michael Flatley? Yeah. I certainly have. You haven't. You made I it have up. so. You've made it up. I know all the celebrities. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy reckons they could be flying into Biggin Hill. <laughs> <laughs> just definitely to cause trouble on the programme. I haven't seen Andy for ages, actually. I saw him the other day. He looked exactly the same. And, uh, Steve, the England team are flying into Glasgow Airport so they can get a hero's welcome. Oh. <laughs> exactly. As only we know how to. Uh, Steve, I was delighted to hear you correct Alan on his mispronunciation of the word schedule. Yes, schedule. I hear it all the time. Schedule. It's schedule. If it was schedule, it'd be SK. He said, now all you have to do is stop saying Las Vegas. It's Las Vegas. Yeah, ah, but, so but it sorry. doesn't type in with Lost Wages Nevada. Las Wages Nevada doesn't sound the same, does it? Oh, no. So that's why. I'm going to Las uh, Vegas Are shortly, you? yeah. Any particular reason you've chosen there? Yeah, because that's, the, that's where the ticket goes. Oh, no, no, no. You know what plane. I mean. Why, why have you chosen I'm to go there? You're not a gambler. <laughs> no, I'm not a gambler, actually. No, exactly. Actually, it's strange if I'm not a gambler, really. In, in terms of what other people... Um, do I mean I? I'm not a gambler, really. I but are you going to play a little? No, 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 not really. No, I'm not going there. So for what's that. the point of going to Las Vegas? Well, I'm then? going there with, with a friend for a convention. Uh, oh, it's not a magic convention, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for <laughs> sake. Why? Why ask? Well, what, there can't be that many more magic tricks out there. Of course there are. There's got to be a limitation. There's the one to make you vanish. I'm looking for. But I'll no, pay any amount of money. I don't care. Vanishing acts. There's only so many different things you can make vanish. 
Really? Well, what else are you going to talk you about? Well no, seriously, in all seriousness, what are you going to talk about at this convention? What are they going to show? Magic. Oh, I've got a new magic trick. There'll be loads of new oh, magic Oh, look, there. I can make a cup disappear. Oh, the, <laughs> well, I could do that, Which but I mean... really fantastic one, this <laughs> one. In truth, though, it, th- th- this is a very expensive It's a geeky thing, isn't it? No, th- this it's is a very, geeky thing. No, this is not geeky. Of course it's geeky. It's not geeky. It's very geeky. I love magic. I love, love magic. But seriously, you go to all these conventions all the time, what more can they possibly tell you there? Well, the problem is that since we've had the internet... There's, there's not really a lot they can tell you because I can go around the world. Today, I've already been to four magic shops in America. Right. To buy uh, what? Well, no, just to see what they've got. And if they haven't got anything new, then I, d- I, I wouldn't go but there. That's my point. What can they possibly have new? Oh, the God, there's all sorts of stuff. Like what? Oh, well, I can't tell you, can I? Well, you don't Otherwise... give a trick away, is it? Anybody can go on the internet and look at magic shops and see Yeah, but you don't know buy. where I'm looking. These are, these are special magic shops. Do they still that... sell the little guillotines for your little finger that makes it look as if your finger's about to be chopped well, off? Well, some of those shops yeah. might sell that. Texting you on my iPad, Steve, uh, says Norman. Uh, my friend Roy was bumped off his flight in Joburg so the English team could fly home. He had to wait four hours. That's he says, cool. I love your show as always and love Alan's contribution. So, um, loves my show. I reply on Twitter <laughs> as well. It's my iPhone 4. It was not Saturday, but it was called Our Show. Melissa Wilkes used to be in Grange Hill. Bill Oddie was referring to Saturday Banana, says Laura. I said it was Saturday Banana, didn't I? He did say Saturday yeah. Banana. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, Melissa, also they had on there, it was, um, oh, Shell, who was in Shell. EastEnders. Yeah, Lofty was married to Shell. What's her name? Shell. Shell. Lofty in EastEnders yes, was married I'm, to Shell. Why I'm are you looking here. at me I'm blankly? Here. I'm saying Shell. I don't know who oh. Shell is. Who Michelle. was Shell? Oh, Michelle. Michelle. Right. Who was played by somebody. <laughs> I'm really getting on my nerves now. <laughs> I have not I've really had enough of you. Emma Watson's in the papers again. I'm very bored with her. Again? What's she done now? Oh, she just turned up somewhere. Turn up somewhere. Very, very dull and dreary. And proving that he's really lost the plot. Um, Paul Gascoigne. I sometimes wish... You know, he's in a car crash the other yes. week. Yes. I sometimes wish I died in that car crash and could meet Sir Bobby upstairs. Has he actually said that? Yes. He said it to the, uh, to the sun, I'm afraid. Right. Uh, ridiculous. Steve, England footballers, if any team can snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, it's our team. Our school team plays with more commitment than they ever had in their overinflated egos, says Barbara. I should have known better to think they could get to the quarterfinals. Steve, could you stop talking about the England team? You're rubbing glass into the wounds. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley Cole was one of the best in the team, along with David James, says Jenny. Hmm. Graham says, uh, cravings for peanut butter, are you pregnant? Well, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, there's a woman here, she weighs four stone. She says, but I'm not anorexic. She weighs four stone. She looks like a corpse. Look, she looks like a corpse. And she said, oh, my God. Goodness. She looks like a corpse. She's in the sun today. Her name is Liz Velasquez, and she weighs four stone, and she's got a rare condition. It means she must eat every 15 minutes to stay... Her- which I could eat every 15 minutes. So what well, does she eat in a day? I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Since I've stopped drinking alcohol. For, for breakfast, waffles, sausages, pancakes and syrup, eggs, bacon and sausage with toast and jam. Snacks on crisps, chocolate, biscuits, Snickers... Pretzels, crackers, peanut butter and jam and pot noodles. Ugh. For lunch, large plate of chicken nuggets with mashed potato and corn on the cob or a burger. And then she has popcorn, ice cream, M&M's, Twix, pizza or pie, noodles, Pop-Tarts, donuts and bananas. Oh. Dear God, and she's still only four stone. Poor soul, honestly. They, they, they say that because of this uh, condition, she comes from uh, Austin in Texas. She's never weighed above four stone. Is that dreadful? You'd think in this day and age we could sort of do something about it. She says, I've, you know, I've got used to myself now. 
Well, I look at myself, so I've got used to the way I am. But four stone is nothing. I know. She says, I, she says, I mean, I just have to say, well, this is me. And that's the way I am. Isn't it awful that some people, you know, every time you open up the paper, there are people with degenerative illnesses and people who are, who are ill. And you think to yourself, well, there's nothing the matter with us at all, is no. there? Compared to what other people have to go through. It's terrible. I like um, the schoolboy in the paper, whose name is Hibiki Kono. Why, what's he done? He's climbing a wall like Spider-Man. Right. And he's done this with the help of two Tesco value vacuum cleaners at 15 quid each. And what he's done is he's put two pads and he's linked up the vacuum cleaner to it and he's climbing up the wall with the pads. Really? I saw him doing it on the television yesterday. He's only 13. His mum uh, thinks it's brilliant, but she won't let him do it at home in case the wall comes down. <laughs> and so he's putting the pad on and that, that pad there is sucking onto the wall to so it's holding there. And yes. he puts the next one up takes that one off so that the pad can hold his weight. Has he done it for a project or something? No, he just decided to do it. But, I mean, he, he, he well, likes he to... One morning and thought, oh, I know what well, I'm he, doing. He's always like Spider-Man. Yes, he's... but Spider-Man doesn't use two vacuum cleaners. No, Spider-Man goes... And then swings between buildings. Yes. I wish you'd swing between but buildings. But he doesn't use two vacuum cleaners. No, he doesn't use two vacuum cleaners. And how, cleaners. how, how big is the, uh, the boy? He's, I presume he's quite light. Well, it does. It, it's 1,400 watts. Um... He spent five months. It doesn't really tell you. He's, he's just 13, so he says, I'm not allowed too high. It's not scary, and I completely trust the machine. I wouldn't. That's why it's called a value machine. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't be climbing to it. I'll tell you who I envy, and it always makes me feel ill when I watch. You know, you get the, there's this French bloke, and he climbs the outside of office blocks, tall ones, with no safety net, no nothing, just clinging on with his fingers. Yes, and so he's, that's right. Oh, do you know, I look at that, and I think, Say there's a gust of wind when you get up there and you're clinging on with your fingers. I mean, oh, I can't even... It just makes me feel weak to even think that it's someone when, can climb a vertical building. It's the photos of him from above sometimes. Yes. You can see the whole distance all the oh, way down. Oh, it's just I know, awful. It's I scary, feel ill thinking it? about it now. I was explaining to Darren yesterday, because Darren was talking about... He's got a blood test today. And I was explaining when I had my blood test, uh, they, they put the needle into the vein... And then they leave it there and they just attach the syringe and they take off the syringe fulls that they need. Yeah. And, um, and he hates having his blood taken. He's absolutely paranoid about needing. Don't talk about it. La, 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 la. So, of course, I talk about it. That's not nice. And it's not really, is it? No. I know. But I do derive pleasure out of other people's misery. I think a lot of people do. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just, I, I, you know, if, if other people are suffering badly, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> That's nice. I know. I, it, it's all. I mean, I wish I didn't. Uh, it wasn't Susan Tullypool who made the remark on the show. This was this little girl. Uh, and her name was Melissa Wilkes. And it was Susan Tully who went on to Grange Hill and starred as Pauline's daughter. And she's now, I think, one of the producers on the Easter. I thought she was one of the directors. One of the directors, yes. He says, can we have a health warning on your show? Because you two crack me up. I wish somebody would oh. crack Alan up. No, now come on. No, you know, I mean, I'm, just, come I'm on. just being, Because he walked in this morning and he's wearing, because he thinks it's fashionable, linen. A linen shirt. But it's all creased, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going anywhere public. With regards to mm. schedule, remember that school is pronounced school. School. Yeah. That's also S-C-H, as yes. in schedule. schedule. Brings everybody school. out. What about school? Should we call it a shawl, says Peter? Shul. <laughs> a shul. Shul. Become very Jewish all of a sudden. Uh, the weather for today, here we go. Let's, uh, some showers possible this morning, west of London, fine and clear with sunshine later. It looks like it's going to rain, doesn't it? No, it's blue sky. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, here. Oh, right. Yeah, but that's not west of London, is it? This is central London. No, We're you in... asked me here. I wasn't commenting on west London. I was oh, right. Here. Okay, well, don't Just, then. You know. All right, don't. Temperature's 27. 
Is what today? Yeah, <sighs> cooler than yesterday. <sighs> Twenty-seven degrees. It's a bit hot for me. That's too hot. It is hot. My neighbour Lynn's back, and I've watered her baskets, but I forgot to water this morning. So when I rush home today, I'm gonna have to water. Rush home. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Well, if you if you texted me yesterday and said hi, Steve, I'm in tomorrow. Fancy I, breakfast. I didn't feel like I, I could have rescheduled. Well, of course like you do. You no, know every time I've I got come a diary, in. Alan. Look you... in here. It goes. Wait a minute. Go on. Show me your diary. Tuesday, the 29th of June. You haven't got a diary. Water baskets. Show me. Go to. Go to there. What, can you not read there. it? Can you not read Water it? Water basket. <laughs> couldn't read what I'd written. Water baskets and then go to accountant. Couldn't, written, Drop couldn't off read check. your writing on a type Drop pad. off check for doing a, for doing accounts. Right. At seven Do o'clock you know in the morning. Eight. Oh, wait, at seven o'clock I finish here. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much tax you're paying next year? No, not yet. I do. Do you? Yeah. I know up until next July now. Right. He's done my accounts early because they had a quiet period, so he's done my accounts early. So... So I've now got I a... can find out, but I'm, I don't really want to know No, yet. to be honest with you, I wish I didn't know either. <laughs> uh, did you find Tom Shepard's magic shop in Glasgow? No. See, what... Says Brian, who's in a wet Glasgow, you lucky devil. What wish could I was they in possibly wet... have in that magic shop that they don't have in a magic shop down here? Hmm? Nothing. Oh, absolutely. Like what? But tell oh, me. absolutely. Listen. Teach me. Never, ever think. No, they have completely different... What, trick cards? No, diff- different tricks in different shops. But, it's my, but I'm being all serious for a second. Yeah, di- completely different things. Put it this way, if I was looking... I can't tell you about these things because you're not in the business. But I'm but telling you that there are online. certain shops in America that I could go to to buy things that I couldn't buy here. Like what? I can't tell you. I can you. look online. No, you won't, but I look online. But, but people could, is what I'm saying. But you could, looking... but you wouldn't know what you'd be looking for. Oh, right. I mean, how, how would you know what, what to look for? Well, wouldn't it say magic trick? Yes, but then that would be the stuff that you could... But that's for general people like you. But for specialists like me, who's, who's a collector, there are special shops... But what do you do with your collections? I can't tell you. What do you mean you can't tell me what because you do I'm with your collections? Because I'm bound to secrecy. What? I've sworn an you oath. You can't tell me what you do with your collections? I'm not telling you. Why not? Gobby. Well, t- well tell the listeners. I'll, I'll, no, I'll turn my headphones off. Oh, right, you think I'd tell them over you? Well, if yeah. I wouldn't tell you, I definitely wouldn't tell them. Well, you're not even going to tell us what you would do with your collection. Not <laughs> actually what the trick is, but what you even do with your collection. It's not tricks. They're not tricks. They are tricks. They're not. They're effects. Effects. They're effects. Sounds very <laughs> geeky to me. It's not geeky at all. Uh, how did your blood test go? Very good. And uh, <laughs> That's it. Lynn says, there's been many funny moments, but you and Alan discussing the England team's travel plans and you're reading the news headlines. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Actually, the, st- the awful thing is that will not appear in the podcast because we cut the news headlines out, don't we? Oh, so you'll no. never know. I'll know. You'll just hear Alan laughing in the background. Oh, dear. Doesn't help, does it, I'm afraid? Anyway, so we shall attempt to go through the news now, OK? Right. Try and be... I- I'm going to... I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can have a couple... Of... It's quarter to six already. Mm. I feel as though I just started... I've had two strawberries, mm. which are very nice. Yeah, Alan nice. took a picture of the strawberries the other... Not Alan. Uh, Darren. They look overripe. Well, then, you, you turn... I'll tell they you, they are delicious. Dark. I'm going to take a photo of it. Take Use my photo. new phone. What, on Twitter? Oh, there we go. Use my new phone. Oh, lovely. Quarter to six. <laughs> These are the headlines. The England team are due to touch down at Heathrow in the next 15 minutes or so after their early exit from the World Cup. Fabio Capello's claimed they were too tired to win because of the demands of Premier League football. A man in his 30s has been arrested after around 15 people were taken hostage during an armed siege at a bank in Surrey yesterday. And protesters, angry over the Gulf of Mexico oil spill, have picketed the Tate Britain Summer Party, calling, calling on the gallery, gallery to cut its ties with the sponsor, BP. Much trouble down there. Check on the roads, Matt Jones. Thank you, Steve. We have some problems this morning. Morning, team. Did I mention I got a letter from Michael Flatley? 
thanking me for the interview, which I like very much indeed. Actually, you'll hear Michael Flatley on the next bank holiday, because you know he's, he's taking out Lord of the Dance again. And uh, he was really nice. Very, very good chat. Very good chat. All my chats are very good, but this one was particularly good. They're all, they're all very good, actually. We love all our guests. Uh, Alan Dodgen's with us, being Tuesday. Hello, hello, Great hello. to see you. Thank you, incidentally, for everybody who, who logged on to LBC to have a look at our pictures from Biggin Hill, which are on my Twitter. And a great picture of Anthony. Uh, not a good picture of me, because you can't see me hiding behind everybody else, but a great picture of my hanging baskets. And so far, more than 5,500 of you have uh, had a look at the pictures of my hanging baskets. I think it's actually 20 people. Texting a lot of times. Yes. No, because it's Twittering on that one. So. Oh, it's Twittering. So it yeah, really is for a lot really of people. It really is 5,500 people, which is quite nice, actually. Uh, also nice to see out the other day, Marie Osmond out. This was after her son committed suicide. Yes. She's not been seen out for a little while. And uh, so she went out. I like the Osmonds, actually. We've talked to a few of the Osmonds over the uh, over the weeks and the years. And why I raise a glass of Cheeky Vimto to Ladettes by Julie Birchall. And she thinks the auto cuties are Connie Huck, Christine Bleakley, um, Holly Willabooby and Mylene Class. The Ladettes uh, are people like Sarah Cox. What? Because she's a bit like that, Sarah Cox. Melanie Sykes. There's nothing ladette about Melanie Sykes at all, I'm afraid. In fact, Melanie Sykes is very much an auto-cutie. Uh, Zoe Ball. <laughs> Don't think so. Lisa Ianson and Denise Van Alten. I think it's only because they've just written about it. It gives poor old Julie Birchall the chance to write on something. I can't think of any other reason. Oh, right. Where did that picture come from? Where's, uh, where's... That's on LBC site. Oh, it's on the LBC site. Come around, show me again. It's a lovely picture of you in that hat. Yeah. I like that. So hot. It's a nice hat. You like it? That's a lovely it's hat. so hot that day. Oh, it was ridiculous. £45 that hat was. Really? Yeah. That's I had to get nice it because hat. somebody said you're going to burn to pieces. That's lovely. You like it? I do like I'll it. I'll buy you one. Will you really? No. No. <laughs> it's nice. Alison says, uh, one thing the reporter many about Rachel Steve was a little wrong on was the part about believing the Queen Bick... Vic burning down was incorrect. It wasn't... Indi- yes, she didn't call it the Queen Vic, though, Poppet. She called it the Old Vic. And that's a little bit different from the Queen Vic. <laughs> the Old Vic is a theatre down at Waterloo in the cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the... Uh, it, it was absolutely correct. She called it the Old Vic, or the, the, or the Young Vic or something. Look at the quality of the photo from the iPhone Is that the strawberry? Oh, you just... You put those on your p- Twitter yes. page? Yes. Oh, right. Look Only people saying on Alan can see those. Yes. The They're beautiful, though. aren't they? Do, they? Do you know, I tell you what, the, the, the cameras... I mean, I took some pictures the other day on my, uh, on my phone. Yes, but you see, the quality's not as good as yours, because the, uh, the resolution's not as big... And yeah, but to be honest with you, Alan, it's. I mean, we were talking. Only about... professional would know, Steve. Honestly, because you know, it's like with it's like with their magic, as you say. Only people in the know understand. It's the same with photography. Uh, only people in the know actually understand. This. Very, very bitter. Seriously, you, you very, really don't understand. Very, very bitter. Um, See, there, there are my baskets. Look, they're quite nice. Three. Sorry, just three. It's like four to me. How are you counting three? Well, where's the fourth? Where's the? Fourth? You can't count four baskets there. Oh, it's because one of them was just slightly uh, disguised in blue. What did you... Oh, right, so it's a blue hanging basket. No, 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 it, from from this distance. Look. Oh, right. You, because the resolution was so low. see that. Well, that's because you've zoomed <laughs> in now. The resolution was so low, you see. Yeah, right. Anyway, lovely to have you company. I'm feeling very chipper this morning. It's great to have you company. Loving everybody. Loving the work you're doing. Thinking of being you for Halloween, Alan. And, um... That's not nice. Sorry? That's nothing. No, I mean that in a nice way. Did I mention Michael Flatley in the letter? Hope I did, because I like to, like to mention these things. Uh, I've got some, some emails which have flooded in. 
Have you stolen those from James Whale? I have borrowed them (laughs) from James Whale. We're going to do the horse racing later. Hey! Whoa! Yes. We love doing the horse racing. Uh, Nick Ferrari is with you at seven. And they're going to be talking about uh, the Met failing women when it comes to rape. Mm -hmm. Paper reviewer is Lord Digby Jones. Uh, Why do diplomats get away with breaking the law? Because you know most of the... uh, the diplomatic uh, cars, if, if you get a parking ticket, they don't bother paying it. And some of the embassies run up thousands upon thousands of pounds, and they just don't, yes, don't bother at all. Yes, it's amazing to get away with yeah. it. Yeah, and in fact, you can get away with all sorts of things. If, you, if The moment you've got a diplomatic bag, you can smuggle drugs, bodies, just about anything you like in. Is it not allowed to be searched, then? No, because right. it's a diplomatic bag. Right. Yes, I think if you have, have to be on... Ooh, coffee's vile. Uh, if you were, in fact, carrying uh, in, in, in a body bag, they might guess that one. But some diplomatic... When they say diplomatic bags, some people think it's just a little, like a pouch thing. It can be a chest. Can it? It can be a, a trunk. It can, you know, as it carries the word diplomatic, and that's it. Uh, what do we, who do we blame on the football? We blame our useless players, I'm afraid. Yeah, just the players. There's no, no other I don't blame the manager, it. actually. Sorry? I don't blame um, the manager. Do you know he can't speak English very well? I met him once. Did you meet him? And I, I spoke to oh, him right. for about 40 minutes, and people were staring at me. I didn't know who he was. And it was very hard to have a conversation with him. And then he got dragged away, and people came running up to me asking me what he was talking about. I said, not, not, not much. <laughs> I watched him during the press conference yesterday. I didn't understand what he was talking about either, I'm afraid. Mm. Which was, you know... A little bit embarrassing, isn't it? A little mm. bit embarrassing. So we'll have, we'll have a chat to Darren later on. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, And uh, the mirror this morning, apparently Katie sues Peter. Does she now? I mean, you have to ask yourself the question, aren't you just bored with this numpty couple? Yes. You're just absolutely bored with it. And, uh, no, no, you see, Paul in Manchester says, I've checked the video I have of Mr Norton, it was Sue Tully. No, it was definitely Melissa Wilkes who said it. She was a little girl. Susan Tully was also there, but she, uh, it was, I'm convinced it was, in fact, I'm, I put money on it being Melissa, because she was the youngest out of it. She said, no, it definitely says Grand Prix. Now, Susan Tully was definitely part of the team, but she didn't say I it. I don't remember Susan she Tully doing it. Oh, but I remember it. her being I remember, the, I, remember the, I remember the child saying it, because it was on one of those TV programmes yes. as well. They were all sitting around a table. There was a, a tall, thin black guy. And she went like that, didn't she? She put hands over yeah, her face and then, yes. she, then she pointed at the screen. Interesting. So anyway, the reason that Katie Price is considering legal action, of course she won't, because it's, she's rather stupid. This is in, you know, she's got the wedding coming up that nobody's going to go to. Um, is because Pete had claimed that he couldn't see Harvey. And she said, of course he's able to, but he took his while getting the right nanny to being able to deal with Harvey. So why is she suing him? I don't know. Well, because he said that she was preventing him from seeing Harvey. I mean, the whole thing is just too stupid for words. Why don't they they just pick up the phone and go, listen, why did you say this? Supposed to bring in the lawyers. And yet they've achieved what they wanted. Desperately sad, lonely individuals. (laughs) Why don't you just go away? But they've achieved what they wanted. Excuse me, I have to ask the question. If you have to bring in a nanny who's specially trained to look after Harvey, has Pete been away for special training to look after Harvey? Answer, no, of course he hasn't. You learn how to deal with children who've got disabilities. Most parents don't go away for for that that kind of training at all. So (laughs) it's it's just a ridiculous way of her trying to get herself in the the papers. Gavin and Stacey star James Corden, they reckon is being lured by ITV for six million quid. That's a waste of six million quid. (laughs) What a waste. Blimey. What a pile of rubbish. I'm sorry, that's dreadful. Okay, I'm going to try you on Old Wives Tales. Sorry, I'm ju- sorry I, I've just been distracted okay. by the new trailer of Harry Potter, which oh, looks so w- different to every other Dark. one. You know, it looks so different. Dark. With, you know, you know, Daniel lying on the ground looking helpless again. You're taking the mickey, aren't you? Yes, it you... looks no different to any other of the Harry Potters. Sorry, this is Harry Potter, hello. What, I mean, poor, heresy, mate, heresy. I don't care. 
We love Harry Potter. Yeah, well, I, I can't do wait enjoy to Harry Potter, but honestly, it looks I can't no wait different to see to the others. Sorry? It looks no different to the others. Well, I think he's fabulous. Who? I think he's brilliant. Who? Who's fabulous? Daniel Radcliffe. Do you? I think he's fa- I do. I think, for a young man... Do I need to replace some of the uh, podcasts that we've talked about in the past? No, I've always liked Daniel Radcliffe. Mr. Wooden himself. Mr. No, no, Tree. no. The Wooden is the is the girl in it. No, no. The girl no, no, can't no, no, act. No, no. Emma Watson, she can't act for Toffee. We no. like him a lot. The only one who can act is Rupert Grint. No, he can't. Oh, how what ridiculous. Can't. Alan, no, see. You came... He has the one expression. And it's that. Oh, and what, so sh- what does Daniel do then? What's Daniel's Daniel can do everything. Listen, you've sat very close to Daniel. Yes, and we both commented how bad the performance was. Do you know, honestly, I don't know, I don't know where you're getting this rubbish from. I'm very bitter and twisted. Anyway, I'm going to test you out on some... Um, test away. Uh, some old wives' tales. Running cold water over your wrists will keep you cool. True or false? I'm going to go with true on that. OK, and the answer is... <coughs> True. Yes, thank you. Running cold water over your wrists does keep you cool. Dark clothes. Sorry, it's the same. It's the same as if you're hot in bed. You put one arm or leg out of the, yeah. um, from out of the duvet. Yeah, all right. and it cools you down. Okay, finish. Thank you. <laughs> Dark clothes make you feel hotter. I'm going to go for true. The answer is true. Yes, thank you. That's two, <gasps> two out of two. Thank you. Lighter foods are better when it's hot. Lighter foods. Are Lighter foods in the summer. It's better to eat things like cucumber. I'm going to say true again. And the survey said, it's true. That's three out of three. Unbelievable. That's amazing. Okay. Curry cools you down. Oh, oh. Now, they always say hot things cool you down, so I'm going to go with true on that. And the survey said, it's true. Four out of four. It's unbelievable. Cold water will freeze quicker than hot water. That's false. And the survey said, it's false. Thank you. I know that for a fact. Okay. Yes. Fans keep the house cool. But you know, nobody knows why. Sorry? They don't know why that happens. No, let's keep them like that, shall no, we? Just Ignorance them. is bliss. Yeah, okay. Fine. Uh, the answer is... No, no, I didn't hear what the question was on the one. Okay. What was the question? What was the question? Fans keep the house cool. Fans keep the house cool. Oh, oh, I'm going to go false. And the survey said it's false. Yes! Thank All you. it does is uh, the they, they, they call people, not rooms, as moving air evaporates, moisture off bare skins, but won't change the temperature. Yeah. A quick dip in the pool is the best way to cool your body temperature down. Oh, 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 quick dip in the pool is going to cool you down. Uh, I feel true, but I'm going to go false. OK, and the survey said, it's true. Oh, I got one wrong. OK, you got one, one wrong. wrong. A hot drink will cool you down. True. I know that for a fact. True. Undecided. Undecided? Undecided. The jury is out on that one. Scientists say that's not necessarily the case. I was always told, drink a cup of tea when it's hot. Yes. Because it takes your body temperature to the right level as opposed to plummeting. That's what I was told. But, uh, no. Uh, an ice-cold shower can cool you down. Well, it can, obviously. Sorely. True. It's false. Is it? It's false. Why is that? A lukewarm or cool shower is better for you and won't put the body into shock contracting the capillaries which stop you losing heat. A tepid shower or bath will still cool you down, but it uh, also allows... Right, got you. OK, yeah. OK. Tying your hair up can keep you cool. Tying your... I'm going to go true, because obviously if your hair's down, it's probably keeping heat in around your neck. And the survey said, it's true! Yes, thank you. So you did very well, Alan. I did very well, then, And yes. you can leave early. Goodbye. Thank, thank you. <laughs> it's a special present. Uh, was it a Panama hat you're wearing, Steve? Colour. Wish I had a computer. What colour? It's uh, uh, it's uh, cream. It's cream. It is a Panama. It is a Panama. It is a yes. Panama. Yes. yes. 
And I have uh, have tried the, them before. Apparently, Pete the Meat says it's raining in Cheshire. Is it? Well, well, this guy here? Yes. Well, he's not... Oh, we're not in Cheshire, are we? No, I know. I'm just saying. Myself and uh, my husband, we're uh, driving into... Morning, everybody. It's Steve Allen's Early Breakfast. It's LBC 97.3. It is lovely, lovely to have your company today, even though the heavens are going to open, but I think we need it. Everybody yesterday out buying ice lollies. Best place to buy them, Iceland. Because I bought ten Zoom-type lollies for a quid. If you've got children, it's got to, provided you can get home quick enough and you can put the things in the freezer. Because I went out to a, a shop the other day and I bought an ice lolly and it was a Magnum, a special one. £1.80 for a Magnum. I nearly took it back after I'd bitten into it, but I thought better of it. So the Zooms are £10 at Iceland. Much better value. News is next. It's LBC 97.3. On FM. Morning, team. Eight minutes, very nearly, past six o'clock. It's uh, Tuesday morning in London. I have to keep reminding myself what day it is, actually. It's going to rain. Take an umbrella. It doesn't matter in, in West London whether it rains for a little bit or a long time. If you take an umbrella, I know it, it's got blue skies around here. You're going to look a real wally, aren't you? If you well, I've got an umbrella, umbrella in my bag. Small umbrella. Yeah, but you know, you can go, I mean, I bought one in Marks and Spencer's the other day. Little ti- a small one for a fiver. Why do you buy another one? Well, because you can never have too many umbrellas. Well, you have Because they're cheap. Many. They're cheap now. Cheap, cheap, I've cheap. given you umbrellas. You lose them. I don't lose them. I l- accidentally leave them in the editor's office of the Sun. Yes, exactly. Uh, Martin says, you two sound like good and Daisy. If only Martin, we were as old as you and knew who you were talking about. Exactly. Sadly. Uh, Lofty married Michelle Fowler, also known as Susan Tully. Maria says, I hope Alan's been making strawberry jam with the thermometer I gave him. I have. And I wish you two would make a CD for us that, uh, for those who are unable to podcast, because we get lots of people who who podcast the programme. In fact, we get thousands upon thousands of downloads of this programme. Mainly because they're mainly from lawyers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Steve, it says, Brian, love the picture of your hanging basket. Could you do some more pictures with the blinds open so we can have a look inside your place? That's, that's naughty. Yes, I'll take some of me in the shower, if you like. I'll just, I'll get those done tomorrow. If only you did. <laughs> what? Picture <laughs> in the shower. In the shower. <laughs> and Dan says, you're right for once, regarding Melissa Wilkes and the uh, Grand Prix. I'm always right. No, no, fact- no, notice the second part of what they've just said there. What? You're right for once. Yeah. For once. For once. For once. Yeah. No, I'm right all the time. In fact, I've never been wrong. It's almost embarrassing, actually. Yeah. Almost embarrassing. Uh, one here from Los Angeles. I'm a recovering peanut butter addict. But I switched to almond butter. I've never even heard of it. Almond butter? I don't even know what that is. Peanut butter is delicious. I absolutely love peanut oh, butter. Oh, I had a moment the other day. Did you? Yes. I had well the... <laughs> because the, um, the, uh, the gas man arrived to do the yearly service. Oh, there was a lovely song about that. So twas on the Monday morning when the gasman came to call Flanders How and Swan. It? How is it? Whenever I talk about something, you always have a song that's related to it. <laughs> but he's op- I, so I opened the door to this young chap, and his opening line is, "You got me for an hour. Where do you want me?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of looked at him strangely and thought, "Don't really know how to respond to that." Really, no answer is there. There is no, no answer to that. I yes. never answer the door actually to things like that. <laughs> I just bought ice lollies for everybody yesterday at Paul Cooper's place because he was off spinning at the gymnasium. No, he wasn't. He was having a blood test. It must be the year for blood tests or the the week. Sorry, how can you get it? Mi- how can you mix up that he's going for a blood test or he's spinning well, at I the gym? I can't remember. I don't because I don't know what spinning is. People keep telling oh, it's me the bike that they thing, go, isn't it? Oh, that's the bike, isn't yeah, it? Yes, the bike. Ah, right. See, I thought it was something else. Mm. I'll tell you who's in hospital uh, after a suspected drugs overdose. Um, Jennifer Capriati. 
Really? A tennis player, they say here she's being treated for a suspected drugs overdose. The former Wimbledon semi-finalist family said she'd accidentally taken too much of the medication. How do you accidentally take Sorry, too m- much? Uh, medication or drugs? Medication. Well, it is medication. Prescribed by her doctor. Because over, over in America, they have, um, you know, you, uh, all their drugs, they actually call it an addiction to prescription drugs. Yeah. As opposed to a prescription for anything else, I suppose. Right. And it's an, and it's an addiction to it, and people, people worry about stuff like that. Mm. Whereas uh, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to... Oh, I've got to go to get my, uh, my medicine today. Who is television's nastiest villains? If you could think of a villain on the television... Oh, I don't know their names. OK. Nasty well, Nick. OK, Nasty Nick. Yes, I remember him. Who was that nasty guy? Nasty Nick. Was it Nasty... Oh, no, that's from Big, that's from Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... Oh, no, but Nick it could Pat, be... Nick, Nick, whatever his name is. could from, be Nick Cotton. That's who I meant. That's yes. who I meant. That's who I meant. Yeah, he, Ed, he actually killed three people. Did he really? Yeah, he killed Reg Cox, which was in episode one. He killed Eddie Royal and Ashley Cotton. Oh, I never realised he actually killed people. Yes, oh, yes, absolutely. Um... That one from Coronation Street who ended up killing uh, killing himself by driving the family into the canal. Richard Hillman. Ah, uh, him, yes. We love Richard names. Hillman. He was a guest on In Conversation. I like him. And he, he killed Dougie Ferguson, Patricia Hillman and Maxine Peacock. Right. Are they, are they just from soaps, these people? Yes. Oh. Tracy Barlow in Coronation Street killed no. Charlie Stubbs. No idea. Janine Butcher killed Barry Evans. Who? We like Barry Evans. We like people. Barry Evans. Tony Gordon in Coronation Street killed Liam Connor and Robbie Sloan. Again, who? Barry Grant in Brooks. You don't watch soaps, do you? Because they are pointless. Not bad soaps. acting, bad story. They lines. reflect life okay. as it is. How do they reflect life? They certainly do in your neck of the woods. Um, in in EastEnders, uh, apart from Nick Cotton, in Emmerdale, Kim Tate right. killed Frank Tate, and Carl King killed Tom King. In EastEnders, Lucas Johnson killed. Trina Johnson and Owen Turner. You're following this at home. No, I don't know who these people are either. I'm None sorry. Of us have any idea? I have to do that. I'd, if I was a judge for a day of what sort of thing? Well, just looking at cases generally. Right. Okay. There is uh, three young thugs who stole a bus and went on a twelve-mile joyride mm. uh, in which they um, trashed it. Um, they caused thirty thousand pounds worth of damage. They go round a roundabout, they smash the windows, they take the front of the bus off. They have, uh, the, the police are questioning three people, and they then put this up on YouTube, hoping that they would make the papers. Unfortunately, of course, being particularly stupid, um, they've, uh, this was in Wilson Dorset, the bus company there. Right. If you were the judge and these people were found guilty after the trial, and they came up in front of you, what would you do? I would put them away into a young offenders institution, but you're no. going to tell me they've had a slap in the wrists and no, uh, no, they haven't had away. anything yet. They've only been uh, only been arrested. Oh right. So I mean, they are hooligans. They've caused thirty thousand pounds worth of damage, and they think it's funny. You see, I think that they will end up with a slap on the wrist and go, "You're very naughty. You mustn't do this ever again." Yes, exactly. Whereas I would hang them. You know, I'm just a little bit draconian. But I just think that we're getting too drippy in this country. I think more draconian and sentences yes. are required. Though. I'm waiting to see a little bit more action from this government. So far, I've seen. Nothing at all. I've seen no evidence of anything, especially the other day when they were talking about taking away the benefits. They're going to test people because we are sending abroad every year more than £5 million for people who came into this country as asylum seekers. We found out that they weren't, so we send them back home. But because they were disabled, or they claim they were disabled, we send them disability allowance. So some of them get up to £121 a week, which we happily send them from this country. Still? Still. And we send it abroad with no cheques, 
No, nothing. And as you know, there's a lot of bent staff in the benefits office. And yet we're having to do cutbacks. We're having to make cutbacks, but we're sending money abroad to people who claim that they have, you know, some... Why is it our responsibility? Exactly. I don't quite understand why we have to to do this. Sue Sue Carroll talks about Kerry Katona. Saying what? Her ex-husband, Mark Croft, says he will sell sex videos of her to the highest bidder. Oh, I hope he's... Blumming joking. Sue Carroll says, seriously, how sick would you have to be to want to watch a sex tape of Kerry Katona? Totally agree, actually. I wouldn't watch anything with Kerry Katona in. Hang on a minute. You're not even criticising him for even trying to sell it. Of course I'm not. They're both as bad as each other. I couldn't care less about them. Yeah, but even if she made one, that's not well, her problem. Of course they made it's one. The fact people, that he's because sell apparently, it. Alan, he's the one in the wrong. It comes a bit of a surprise to you that in this day and age, people do film themselves in compromising positions. Do they? Whereas you are, remember when you, you had one, that's right, sit there all innocent. The difference is Alan had an artist come in and do the drawing, but the trouble is it was all finished before the artist has actually got his pad and paper out. You told me everybody had to have one. That's right. What I said was you're supposed to film it and put it up on on the internet, but you had an artist in. Yes. Just had to be different, didn't you? And unfortunately over a little bit too quickly for you. Hadn't even sharpened his pencil. Well, the, the vase and the apples took up most of the... Of the it is true, I know, the vase and the apples. And you standing behind with two cupcakes in front of you. <laughs> I've seen you before. You made it into calendar, girls. You were that woman. Quarter past six. <laughs> News headlines, Sam Pittis. Ten Russian intelligence officers have been arrested in the US for allegedly spying a man's being questioned. Hello. 18 minutes past six, Tuesday morning. I like Sue Karen in the paper. Sometimes she, I mean, she says exactly the same as, uh, as we're all talking. Everybody's talking about Diane Abbott from the other day, saying that the reason she sent her son to private school is because all West Indian mums look after their kids and they're, they're out for them. And also it stops them joining gangs. Nice right. if you can afford it, I always thought. Uh, which, of course, is a, a gross sort of... Uh, I thought it was racially offensive to a lot of other black mothers who do exactly the same for their sons. The fact that some of them fall off the wagon, unfortunately, is neither here nor there. Uh, talking it clear that um, Jordan has... Uh, oh, they're back. They're the back. England team are back. They've, uh, they've landed at Heathrow oh, Airport. Oh, look, they're still laughing. Yes, they're still looking very happy, aren't they? All look very happy. Well done, boys. Well done. Standing there for official photograph so the airline can get its free publicity. If you're going to wear a suit, do you not think you should do your top button up and do yes. your tie up and look actually smart? Oh, yes. oh, he's just done. Oh, no, no, see, look. Yeah. Look at them. They're Hands all chewing pockets, gum, chewing aren't gum. they? And they're all wearing the, uh, the suits. Mind you, I feel sorry for all the people who've been manufacturing flags. Thinking, what do we do with these things now? Answer, you throw them away, I'm they afraid. They look like a bunch of people yes. who've got Asbos. Sorry? They look like a bunch of people who've got Asbos. I, I like the idea that they have to pose with the stewardesses who stand at the bottom for the official picture. <laughs> and you think, I mean, should we not have flown them back cattle class? Yes. I'm sorry. Walk. Oh, that wasn't live. Oh, oh that right. wasn't live. Was it? Well, what were we looking at then? Was, was that them? Was that them taking off? Oh, right. Oh, that wasn't oh. <laughs> oh right, they're not back. <laughs> oh, they're not back. Right, fine. Because I thought they were landing about seven. I thought seven o'clock by the time they get they were, through. Well, what was that? They then? were coming out of the plane. They were coming out of the plane. Was that them landing in South Africa? Oh, oh. right. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Ruined about our that. day, I'm afraid. <laughs> Ruined our day. That's why I do hate these people standing, chewing gum all the time. It, it, it just. And also, I was looking on the pavement the other day. My friend Dale said to me, we were walking the other day. Went out. What for did breakfast. he say, Steve? What did he say? He We're said, so this. Go on, having us. flown back in from America, yes. he said, the streets of London, he said, are filthy. Is that what he said? And you know, he say that? But they, he's absolutely right. I looked down at, at Dean Street, an old Compton, and it was filthy. Chewing gum all over the place, those horrible marks when people just go, I walked, past, I walked through Leicester Square this morning, and in front of me were four Uke Yar, 
uh, guys, you know, look like they kind of walked off. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, just been out at night, uh, night in London. And what did one do? Cleared his nose in front of me. Ugh. And the other one, they, they were sharing a cigarette because we've got, like, loads of money and our mummies and daddies don't know we're out. And then the other one spat. And I wanted to say, but they were drunk, so it's pointless having a conversation with a drunk. No, completely. You know, you, you cannot have a... I know, because people have tried to have conversations with me when I've had a few drinks, and frankly, I just stand there Well, we've tried to do it on air many times. And we've tried to do it yeah. on air, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> but it's just... I find it absolutely disgusting that people spit everywhere. I would happily slap people with a 50-quid fine. I go, excuse me, up against the wall, 50 quid. I thought you could get address. fined for spitting. Well, I thought... I mean, at one time, it was banned, and you see it in other countries. I don't want to see it here. I really don't. God, blimey, some fat bloke got married. Oh, it's Eamon Holmes. <laughs> Eamon Holmes got married. Uh, they've been together 13 years. They have an eight-year-old son. They finally decided to make it so that he's oh, not called names nice. at school. That's sweet. They went at, at a hotel. And it says here, the couple will be back on screen when they take up residence on the GMTV sofa from July the 19th. Why, is he going back? Since when is he going to GMTV? I thought there was Adrian Childs. I think somebody's either cocked up here. Uh, or nothing. Ruth said, because poor soul Ruth, you know she's got sticky out ears. Yes. Really sticky out. I mean, she could take off. I mean, if you if you propelled her from the top of this building, she could she well, could glide. glide. Yeah. She could glide into, uh, into Leicester Square. Mm. But he is enormous. And that's why all his jackets are three-quarter length, to cover the fact that he's like a beached whale. Mm. He's absolutely enormous. But they, but they managed to find 160 guests to turn up. Which is odd, because Jordan's got 175. So he's obviously a bit more popular. Yeah, but he's further away, isn't he? It wasn't, it wasn't the wedding in Ireland? Well, judging by the size of his stomach, he's quite, quite a bit away from, uh, from Ruth. Oh. But, of course, the good thing is that they've, uh, they've obviously managed to, uh, to sell the pictures to Hello! magazine. So you can see more pictures of them. Yes, we Whereas should do Jordan hasn't shoot. sold her, her pictures to anybody. Not yet. No, she said she's not. No, really? Well, that's what I find. It's a bit unusual. No, how she makes the money, she's isn't She's waiting, it? surely. It'll be something. I was thinking about bringing out an aftershave. Horse and hounds or something. <laughs> an aftershave. <laughs> I thought about bringing out an aftershave. You can, you only have to produce a hundred bottles. Yeah. Yes, well, there's, I, I know a firm where they will make it. They actually make up the uh, the, the recipe and then I just put my name to it. I'm making Cliff some Richard's at the moment. got one. Sorry? I'm making some at the moment. Oh, one are my you? Brands, I am. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I'm, I've, I've changed my uh, shower gel. I'm are using you? Gucci at the moment. Oh, you would, wouldn't you? Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. <laughs> and it's really, it's really nice. But I'll tell you why it's good. Why? I'll tell you why it's good. Because the shower gel bottle, one half turn and the top comes off. You know when you're standing in the shower and you've got to unscrew it forever? No. Oh, no, yeah. Mine, mine hangs and you just squeeze it and it all comes out. Oh, you've got that vile stuff which is different colours, haven't you? The only shower gel's worth having. What? I'm terribly sorry. Joe Malone That's shower gel, lime basil and mandarin. Oh, not Joe Malone. Well, it can't be Joe Malone. No, they don't do any hanging up thing. That's the che- You've been in the pound shop. And um, Gucci one, which is one half term and, it, term, and it really smells quite nice, actually. Or failing that, Body Shop, grapefruit, mandarin, strawberry. Pink, pink grapefruit is the best. No, pink grapefruit I, is I've, the got, best. I've got um, what you bought me before. And I didn't. Oh, what's it called? The ha- is, they do the hand soaps as well. They do all the different types Ray of soaps. Radox, she says. Radox. No, don't be so silly. No. Uh, Fem gel? No. That's rubbed. What? Nothing. Don't what? you like Fem gel? Oh, I love Fem gel. No. You ever tried that? What's it Ooh. called? I don't know. You bought, we talked about it for like so many Pen shows. Halligans. What? No. Not Joe Malone. It's not no, Joe no, Malone. No, it's not Joe Malone. It's oh, not right. Joe Malone. And it's, I bought you this. You bought me this because originally, about five years ago, you were telling me about this shower gel, and you pay, and it's quite expensive shower gel, but yeah. it's not Joe Malone. Oh, you know the other shower gel? What's it? Name me an expensive shower gel. I don't know. It comes, any in, a bo- it comes in a standing up bottle yeah. and screw top. And I bought a special thing which you hang and you fill it up and you squeeze it and it comes I've got out. No idea you what you're talking know, about. You, I really don't. Ref- oh. 
I really don't know. I only use Joe Malone. What's, what's, what's the hand soaps, the expensive hand soaps you tend to find in hotels, in the bathrooms? The expensive Molten ones. Brown. Molten Brown. Oh, Molten Brown. I get Molten Brown shower gel. Oh, right. It's a special bottle. Uh, so I stopped using that. I stopped drying out my skin. The purple one was very drying, and I've got quite dry skin. Mm. So I like something that... Uh, but the Gucci is very nice. But the, but the pink grapefruit, I mean, it is just... No. And in fact, when I first washed my hands with the pink grapefruit, because you can use it all over... And and you you come in and you can still smell it later. Well, that's the whole point you know, of a good shower gel, isn't it? Yeah, but most of them you can't because after a while, if, if you use a um, uh, a perfume or yes. a, or a, a male scent or whatever they want to call it, uh, it you you can't smell it. No, Only other people it. can smell it. I know that when I get in the car in the morning and the driver has an epileptic fit in front of me. <laughs> I think, oh, I was put too much on this morning because I can't smell it. Well, I, can <laughs> I see them smell winding yours. down the windows. Do you mind if I keep the sunroof open? No, keep the sunroof open. But I used to be able to smell yours, but then when I started using you the can't same smell one, it. I can't smell it. No, see, I can't smell you either. But other people walk in and they go, mm, and you I know, smell lovely. I know. But, but, the, but the, um, the shower gels from the body shop are quite nice because their strawberry really does smell of strawberry. The tangerine or satsuma or whatever it is. And they do... Oh, they, and but I don't want to smell of strawberry. Yeah, but it really is lovely. I mean, it lathers up well, and it really does... But the best one is the pink grapefruit. Well, you get attacked by mozzies, though, if you smell of strawberry. No, I'm no. I don't, Are you no, sure? Well, I don't know. She was attacked by a mozzie this morning. Was she? Sadly. <laughs> she really was attacked by a mozzie. Yes, and I attacked a mozzie in my bathroom. I moved because I, I buy all my deodorants in, in 12s. Because that's what Pound Shop do, Because no, the deal. <laughs> no, I didn't, no, I didn't buy them at Pound Shop. For 10 I go to my chemist. Oh, really? Yes, I go to goods. Now, yeah, no, no, but I always say, Mr. Shah, can you go and get them in 12s? And I go in there and there's a bag of them and I just walk out with 12. Why do you buy them in 12s? Well, because I just, because I like the Vaseline intensive care. Go to Costco or something. No, I don't and want buy to go to, They don't price. do it in Costco. Not, not Vaseline intensive care. Oh, right, I, I see. See, my one's particularly special. Right. And uh, not one of these people like a roll on. So, no, it's not a roll on. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, it's, it's a spray. Yeah, spray. But it's handy size. What? It's not the bullet size ones, is it? No, it's Which not like run out in two sprays. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not bullet size one. It's just, just normal. Okay, I just happen to uh, like it. Uh, Steve, when will the media stop trivialising crimes with trendy lanes like Joyrider? Says Alan. These lads are thieves. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with you. Absolutely. Any other country, they've taken them out and hanged them. Over here, we just said, oh, misspent youth. You know, got to look after them, poor little. Give souls. them another chance. Yeah, give them another chance. They're really bored. Whereas years ago, we we, we used to derive great pleasure by playing. We played as children. Mm. I mean, I could happily amuse myself in the garden, you know, with sort of toys and things like that, and you make up... And I could happily play... In fact, sometimes friends coming around were a bit of an inconvenience. I agree. But nowadays, children don't play, do they? They don't... They, they seem to want to be... You have to look out for something, but they have to go to youth groups where somebody well-meaning will tell them how to sort of look after their life. A bucket of Lego did me proud till oh. I was about 13. God, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, very quickly... Uh, upstairs at the gatehouse, yeah. they have uh, George Eliot's Daniel Deronda. Oh, very good. Adapted by John Cooper, whose mum wrote him. Thank you very much indeed. And uh, so that's uh, that's running upstairs. Track of the stage uh, presenting that one. Thank you very much indeed. And uh, thank you to uh, Jean as well. She says, I'm sorry to be so late in writing. You may have worked out that John Cooper is my son. Uh, listen, I'm hopeless. You could be talking to the, the cat, I'm afraid, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. But good luck to upstairs at the Gatehouse. They are officially London's top theatre, 446 feet above sea level. Nice, isn't it? It's is fabulous, yeah. yeah. It is nice. And uh, good luck to Mountview, Academy of the Arts uh, postgraduate musical theatre. They've got all their graduates coming up in July at the Criterion. I normally go, but I can't go this year. 
So, uh, Yvonne, thank you for the invite. Yeah, most of the uh, drama schools will now be doing their, yes. uh, their graduation. Have you been to Mountview before? I auditioned at Mountview. I Did got accepted, you? but I didn't go. Good Lord, well, there yeah. you go. And cycling in London, I've been invited to the London Transport Museum mm. uh, to the launch of cycling, an exhibition of illustrations chosen from over a thousand entries submitted to the annual competition run by the Association of Illustrators. Now, I do love the museum down there, the uh, London Transport oh, it's Museum. brilliant museum. I bought cushions from there. I have cushions at home. Sorry, what? Sorry? Sorry, you bought cushions? Yes. It's a transport museum. What are you doing buying cushions? You ah. buy the weirdest things ah. from strange places. But these are cushions which are made of the fabric which you only find inside tubes or buses. Right. And believe you me, once you've seen them, you'll go, want. I mean, they're really nice. They're, f- they're, they're £45. Sorry, pounds. sorry, sorry. Why would I we want? We have to take a short break, Alan, anyway. Who we have to take a short break. That? Sorry? Who would want that? Well, quite clearly, loads of people. They've also got... Um, it's got the gum stains on it and, and everything. And, Alan, that they have puffets as well. All sorts of things. LBC. 97.3. Bon anniversaire, Clio. It's LBC 97.3. It's Steve Allen's early breakfast. And the time now is 6.30. Well, Christopher's having his tonsils out tomorrow. Oh, no. You get money for that, don't you? It's like having your teeth out. Yes. And so Christopher, who at four... I don't know what you do with your tonsils, actually. I've never had mine out. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I'm talking out the top of my head out here, I'm afraid. You get ice cream, though, don't you? You do get ice cream, Ooh. I think. So, uh, Mummy and Daddy, that's Mary and Daniel, say good luck, Christopher, for tomorrow. Good luck. Easy. They do it all the time. Yeah. Easy. George in Camden says, love the hanging baskets. Very nice. You can find those on lbc.co.uk forward slash Twitter. And then click onto the Steve Allen uh, page. Anyway, morning, Sam. Good morning, Steve. Uh, Good. Yeah, right. Yes. I'm just waiting to hear what's going on. Well, put it this way. I'm just waiting to hear what's going on. Emerald Girl. Oh, yeah. Okay, out of seven runners, it was... Tell me. Fifth. Okay, so he lost two pounds. Total profit, though, £34.18, whereas you picked Hortensia. Mm. Hortensia. What happened to Hortensia? Tell me. It didn't run. It decided it was a lot easier not to bother running at all. I get the sports team back in. I yeah. get them picking my horses for me. Well, it's, I mean, it says here, we can tell the sports boys are back, Alex says, they found a non-runner to save some money. Superb. <laughs> you still owe me £42.30. It's all about budget cuts. It is budget cuts. You, you are budget cutting. Exactly. Indeed, yeah. You are budget, in the same way that you don't wear shorts. Well, I mean, that would, it just doesn't make any sense. I no, don't I want agree. to go through this again, Steve. It I doesn't agree. make any sense. You buy a pair of trousers, you want a pair of trousers. You yeah. want half a pair of trousers. Yeah. I mean, well, put it this way, a lot of people yesterday were writing into me with, with an image of you in their minds. I'm still uh, waiting for the pictures on the website, Steve, I've told you. Uh, yes. Of you on your, on your weekend, your ice I, cream. Have you not seen them? Uh, no. What, have you in, in your shorts? Uh, no, I didn't wear shorts. That's what I mean. I'm no, I don't the shorts wear shorts. Believe you me, I don't wear shorts. <laughs> no. But there's a very nice one of me on the LBC website. Oh, yeah. Wearing my Panama hat. No, I have seen that one, yes. I've seen, seen that, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. And, and, and? Well, no, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I don't want to go through the shorts issue again. No, exactly. Frankly, okay, I'm right, just, no. I think that's one we need to put behind us. Yes, I think what we need to do, the next time we have sort of a, you know, get-together, we go, we need to take some pictures of you and I'll put them on, on Twitter. Mm, no. Are you sure not? No. Oh, OK. I'll do them secretly. <laughs> I think we're getting into dangerous territory here, Steve. Yeah, I think you're right, we are. OK, today's selection, the 2.30 at Brighton. Yep. Where hopefully they have some nice weather. Gold Trek, win only. Gold Trek, win only. Well, Hamilton, Brighton, Stratford and Thirsk are the race meetings, the four race meetings today. And we are going to the 2.15 at Hamilton and Mason. 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 Okay. There's nothing to say about that name, really, is it? It's just, no. it's just a fairly standard, bog-standard horse that hopefully will actually run today. Yeah. 
Well, the rate That's you're going bog standard horse is what we need. All we need is it to run, to be honest. That's yes, a start. Just... Forget <laughs> winning. It just needs to run. Yeah. Oh, well, OK. Anyway, we'll talk tomorrow. We will. See how we go. Thank you, Steve. Take care. Bernie says, uh, uh, how are you? Granted, Fabio Capello can't speak English, but how many English managers can speak Italian? He's got a good reputation. Yeah, but can they understand what he's saying? That's the trouble. That's so, one of the questions, I think today it? we do... I'm sorry, what's he saying? You know, it does help, doesn't it? I, I grant you, there prob- probably aren't many English managers who speak Italian. In fact, most of them can't even speak English. And they are English, which is a shame, yesterday. Uh, why did you talk about peanut butter remind Alan of the gas man? It didn't. It's just one of those moments. Why? Actually, I don't know why. Yeah. Is that because why I had the song thing? about it was on the Monday morning when the gasman came to call. Oh, it all makes work for the working Yes, man no, no, I don't, I don't. Did I start talking about it after you talked about peanut know. butter or something? I don't know. Magnums have lots of calories in. That's a bit apparently. random. You can have three fab lollies to one magnum. Right. Yeah, I mean, £1.80 for, an, for a... Where does that a, come from? Well, the cost. In this hot weather, if you've got children, the cheapest thing to give them are those... Um, you go into Iceland and for a pound, you buy 50 of those long bits of plastic with coloured water in and you freeze them and then you peel it back and then you stick it in your mouth and you suck on it. Why don't you just go to one of the supermarkets and buy one of those little trays and make your own Because it's ridiculous. Because we've all done it as children to try to make your own ice lollies. Oh, the England team are back. They're getting into the back of dormobiles. We, we said they were back five minutes ago, Steve. Yes, I know, but I'm just sort of saying, now, that, look how many cars are lined up. Up. I know. Because obviously we'll go Which we're paying sharing. for. Of course we're paying for it. Because it's the England team. You have to pay for it. Lidl sell a pack of three Magnums for a pound, says Anne. Yeah, but not the, um, not the super duper ones, which come in a box. It comes in a box. <laughs> in a I box. Ask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve, it's not the England manager that needs replacing. It's the overrated players. Yes, agree. There you go. Uh, Harry Potter is great. My ex got me into it, says Ben in No, Clown. no, I've, I'm not criticising Harry Potter. I'm just criticising yeah. the acting. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's people love Harry Potter. Look how do. close. I mean, I wish I could land on a plane like that and just get out and walk over the road and then get into a, a dormobile thing. Well, yes. I've, yeah, how do they get the bag? They probably carried off with them. I should imagine they carried a lot of it with them, but yes. they'll be unpacking it now. Yes, I should imagine that big. That's a big triple seven, isn't it? That is a big triple seven. You don't realize how. I tell you, though, if you've been to Biggin Hill, Alan, and you'd seen these Chinook helicopters. No, I saw them. They're still the fly over my house. Yeah, but they were—they're enormous. There you go, there's the England team. OK, now the first person's getting into a dormobile van. We'd have the blacked-out windows. Oh, look, they've got their wags with them. Yeah, of course they have. As long as they take them with them and don't leave them here, we're all right, I suppose. Could have left them over there. Could have left them over there. I wish they had been nice, wouldn't it? Well, apparently a few of them have, have carried on on holiday because they're just so busy wags, aren't they? Oh, so busy, so I busy. I think Louis, Louise Redknapp apparently has gone on holiday now because it's just so exhausting being Louise Redknapp. And they so no fashion, so no fashion. So let's write some more articles in some more magazines, yeah. shall we? Because you're so talented. I think it's about time. Perhaps this time the British press might leave these silly girlfriends and wives alone and let's try and get the team who knows how to play football as opposed to coining it and trousering 150 grand a week. Honestly. I mean, to be honest with you, it's, uh, I would actually say to them, I'm terribly sorry, lads, you've been such a big disappointment for the entire country that uh, you've got to go and get the bus home. Make your own way to the station, stand there and get the bus. Yeah, there's an Oyster card, you can pay for it yourself. There's, there's enough money on there to get you to the end we, of your we journey. We surely pay them if they score a goal. That's exactly what I, I would think. Because, frankly, we spend too much time worrying about what they're wearing, what the wags are wearing, where they're shopping, how much they're spending, their big houses. Let's concentrate on whether or not they can play football, which, quite clearly, they can't. They can't. They can't at all at the moment. No. It's, it's just ridiculous. Ashley Cole's lap dancer girlfriend says he's a perfect ten in bed. Well, lucky old you, love. You're a lap dancer. Of course, you'd know all about the perfect ten, wouldn't you? It was out of a hundred, though. Sorry? Yes. <laughs> but she has quit her uh, job at Spearmint Rhino. 
Oh, right. Uh, to, to forge a celebrity career. Right. So, uh, well done you, dear, having your brains in your rear end, as usual. I've had a good night out there, you know. How much have they... How much does she make a night? How much? At Spearmint Rhino? I don't know. A 600 night. quid. A night? I'm quitting immediately. Just bring a pole in the studio and I'm going to start twirling myself around it. That's not bad. 600 quid a night. That's not bad at all. That's, that's a lot of businessmen sitting there very sadly going, Oh, darling, come here. And sticking a... I bet 20 quid of that was mine the other night when I went in and you she said, do you want to so? dance? And I went, no, I just want to talk. But I love this. She says, I want to focus on my singing and get into television. Darling, you're a lap dancer. I think you've kind of reached the pinnacle of your career, sleeping with Ashley Cole. I mean, it's not going to go any further. No. Unless, you know, the Daily... Sa- that, that's the trouble nowadays. I've always said, if you want to be famous, sleep with somebody famous. That, that is the way forward. I keep trying. It doesn't, it, it doesn't work for you. Why? Because it only works for girlies. It doesn't work for anybody else. Do I else. need to get some breast implants? Well, no. no. Well, yes, probably. And you need to hang around with footballers more. Well, I, I do that. Yeah. But if, if you get some... Yes. I go to the right clubs and I hang around with the well, footballers. Well, you're obviously not going to the right clubs. Well, I do, and they talk to me. The but... footballers sit there and they are... I mean, wait, you've got to have... You've got to have speak for football. It's no good sitting down there and being... You've got to have what? Speak? You've got to have the right speak... No, hanging out with Capello is not going to work. You've got to hang around with some of the really stupid footballers. You go, hello, babe. Okay, so you've got to practice that. that. No, that's how you've got to do it. Butch persona. Yeah, but they they don't want Butch because most most of the footballers are a bit stupid. So you've got to go, all right, babe. You look lovely, babe. You've got to go camp. Got to be a bit like a little bit like Nicola McLean. What's you know, she, hello, babe, all right, babe. Well, she used to go out with, with a footballer and then he ditched her because he suddenly realised what she was. But if I go into a club and up to a footballer, like I do at the moment, yeah. but, and, and change into, into that sort of thing, they're going to hit me, aren't they? No, but you're dressed as a woman. Oh, I, I beg your pardon. Yes, yes, oh, yes, yes. oh, I yes. don't go as me. Heaven's above, ladies and I don't think that... I no. go as Elena. Yes. Elena. 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 And you go, hello, babe, Hello, babe, all right. Because yeah. right. that's what football is like. There's no point in any intelligence. Oh, right. You don't want to have a conversation with them. You've just got to sit there and look interesting and preferably thrust your boobs onto the table. I shall get some implants. And then at the end of the night, you can go, should go back to your place then, babe. Babe. You know, because that's when they start making their money. Your voice is very familiar. I'm just wondering. Yeah. You're not... Okay. Um, um, well, so anyway, uh, other stories in the papers today. In that today. dancing club the other night. <laughs> that was me. No. That was me. Really? I'm Josephine. Um, Hello, but, babe. But didn't... See? I pay for... Um, yeah. <clears throat> yes. What's the next story? Uh, the next story is that poor old Michael Jackson's kids are out in the swimming pool now. This is... How's uh, that story? Well, uh, this is Paris and Prince and uh, Blanket... I mean, how on earth you could ever call a kid blanket? I've got no idea. But um, they say there they're donning masks, just like Dad used to do. They went swimming, and uh, they were taking a plunge. But unfortunately, Michael's dad, Joe, who's 80, has announced he's suing Dr Conrad Murray for negligence. Right. I watched a programme on Michael Jackson this morning on the television, and I had loads of people talking about how well he knew the music. Yes. And MTV, who didn't want to play any Michael Jackson videos... Until, and he, he then said, all right, we're not, we're not doing that. Qu- Quincy Jones didn't want to record anything. He said, no, I'm not doing that, Michael. And he eventually convinced him. He said, all right, let's cancel the whole project. Cancel Thriller, everything. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then he went back in again. And somebody said, he knows every bit of every song. He knows what it's supposed to sound like. And when they did that DVD of the show that never was, mm. in it, he goes, no, stop it. It should be like da, 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 da. Like that. He knows everything in his own mind. Incredibly talented. I wish we'd seen the show. Yes, I I do. I wish we'd seen it. It was was very good indeed. Mm. Very, very good. But, um, you know. Unfortunately, that's the way... Oh, here she is. Sexy Louise Radnap, 35. 
really intelligent girl. You know, why? Oh, my babe. My babe. Yeah, she's a bit like that. She's basking in the Italian sunshine with husband Jamie. She and the ex-Liverpool lace are in Sardinia with pals on holiday. Did you go Thomas Cook, dear? Did you go Thomas Cook? Probably not. It would have been nice to think she did, wouldn't it? It would be nice. It would be nice. Yes. But there again, never let it spoil a good story, eh, Louise? Because we love your family. We're really big in your family at all. What? Look how close it is to the runway. Yeah. What? The aeroplane? Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculously close to the runway. Yeah. Well, that's where it's landed. Oh. That's what they land. So they have they have arrived at Heathrow. They were knocked out of the World Cup. I think what they should have done is taxied, uh, you know, flown in over Heathrow, opened the door and gone, see ya. Off you go. And just push them out. Oh. <laughs> Let them all coast in. That'd be good fun, wouldn't it? Or the... uh, that's my stomach again. Do you know, it's gone really big. It's, it's the strawberries. It's the strawberries. I think it's the strawberries. I think it's the coffee. But there you go. Quarter to seven. <laughs> Headlines with Sam Pittis. Ten Russian intelligence officers have been arrested in the U. 97.3. Don't forget, Nick's with you after the news at seven this morning. Talk about the three senior Scotland Yard officers who could lose their jobs over failings in their investigation, which left a sex attacker free for six years. Uh, why do the Met keep getting it so wrong when it comes to violence against women? And after Fabio Capello brained tiredness for England's display against Germany, Nick will be finding out if it really is a legitimate excuse for the England manager to use. The answer, probably not, I'm afraid. I mean, they're supposed to be at the peak of their fitness. How they can be tired, I've got no idea. Ridiculous, isn't it? Anyway, Darren joins us now. Morning, Darren. Morning to you. I've completely forgotten it. Was, uh, it was so many different numbers for you, so that's why. We weren't no, doing no, very I'm a very, well, very busy person, well-connected. Very, very busy. Anyway, you sound... Yeah. Uh, you've got a cold? <laughs> I just feel a bit tired. I'll blame, I'm going to blame tiredness. Blame, later blame tired. And also, I tell you, yeah. tell you what, you, what you can blame. You can blame this weather because this weather <laughs> makes you tired. Genuinely tired. Now, I'm not sure if we're sending people to the Tate because there are demonstrations going on. No, uh, it's all, all theatre this week. Oh, all theatre, and they're they're all complaining. I think it's Tate Modern because of the sponsorship by BP of all people. Oh, for goodness. And so a lot of artists, over 170, have signed a petition. They've got two aircraft inside there at the moment, one upside down and one hanging from the ceiling. Have you, are you on your tablets again? <laughs> what? Has Biggin Hill really affected you that badly? No, they seriously have got two aircraft in there. It's in all the papers today. <laughs> one upside well, down and one hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, okay. All right, let's stick to theatre this week, shall we? All right. Lebet, that opens... Well, it's just started previewing, actually, at the Comedy Theatre, just outside your front door. Yeah. Fantastic cast, Mark Ryland, oh. Joanna Lumley, oh. and David Hyde Pierce oh. from Fraser. Um, that's opening, well, it's now previewing, as I say, opening in a couple of weeks, and then it's off to Broadway, so see it while you can. I think you'll enjoy that one. Mm. Tomorrow sees the 50th anniversary of um, Oliver. Yes. Who will buy this wonderful money? Do you know I did Oliver at school? You did? Mm-hmm. We never did Oliver at school. We didn't do anything like that. Yeah, we did Oliver. In fact, I don't think we did any musicals at all. That's because musicals hadn't been invented when you were at That school. is true. When I was at mm. school, I mean, we were still doing the Flintstones, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the original Flintstones, as opposed to Fred and Wilma. <laughs> so it's a 50th anniversary performance of Oliver tomorrow night at the Theatre Audrey Lane, and Ron Moody's doing a little special walk-on part at the end to help celebrate. That'd be nice. He must be in his 80s. I would think so. I would think yeah. so. He was and uh, Oliver is running through till January, so you've got plenty of time to see it. Go see uh, it. Go see it. It's good. Um, yeah. papa, um, papa, we go. Um, papa, well, Kerry um, Ellis sings that. If you saw Wicked with her, you can imagine it's going to be a stunning... Do you know, Kerry Ellis has just brought out a new single. 
Has she really? Yes. Yeah. With the help of uh, Brian May, I think. And I think it might have been the one that was at the Royal Variety. Do you remember we saw her singing at Royal Variety? Gravity. No, 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 she didn't do that. She was doing a Brian May song. She opened up second half of Royal Variety. Do you remember? Yeah, it was called Defiant Gravity. No, she didn't she do was... that one. She did a Brian May song. She did a uh, rock Royal number. Variety, she, opened she, up. She, she opened up with a song called Wicked in Rock. And it was Defying Gravity no. by Brian May. Yeah, but it's not this one. This is Brian... This is the song. She did at Royal Variety, but it wasn't okay. that one. All right. OK. What else? Wolf Boy. Musical thriller. Because of the Trafalgar Studios. Oh, we know the Trafalgar. That's down the road at the Whitehall. It is. It was on the 6th of July, and it stars uh, Daniel Boys, who you saw in Avenue Q. And um, was he one of the boys that was going to play Joseph? And he was, wasn't he, in the uh, Android Weather thing? Lovely. Um, also stars Emma Rigby from Hollyoaks, and your favourite, Lee Latchford Evans. Good Lord. This was, the, this was poor old Lee Latchford Evans, who was the one who complained bitterly that when they recorded Step Songs, he never featured on any of them. And he'd, he'd have a look on there and go, am I in this song? And they'd go, no. <laughs> so he just had to sort of play along with it, poor soul, honestly. And this final one is for you, Salome, down at uh, the Royal Opera House. That's back. Oh, right. This is, this is the one that's designed by Ez Devlin. Now, you'll know her if you saw the Pet Shop Boys tour or at Glastonbury last weekend. She did all the uh, designs for that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And... Uh, uh, directed by David McVicker, but be very careful. Contains lots of nudity oh, and violence. Wait, 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 where's that one on again? <laughs> <laughs> that local to here? <laughs> it is actually Royal Opera House. Okay, so it's got nudity. Um, tickets. Which, which tickets would you like? They start at nine pounds. What, what, whatever's the closest. Uh, or they're two hundred and ten pounds. Okay, I'll be sitting up in the gods with a pair of binoculars. Okay, that'll be fine. Thank you, Darren, very much. Pleasure as always. Now I'm going to go and have a look at the upside-down aeroplane. Excellent. At the Tate, you can check it out. It's lovely. In fact, there are pictures in all the uh, papers today. Darren's back with us on uh, Friday with Petri on her programme. And if you want to check out the uh, Twittering pictures, go to lbc.co.uk forward slash Twitter. Have a look at my hanging baskets. You can sort of raise the profile of the hanging baskets. Uh, Phil the cabbie's got a small Panama hat, which I'll send you if you like, boxed and genuine. Oh, very nice. Have a look at the size of your head, though. It's very unlikely. That I've got won't a small fit. head. Sorry? I've got a small head. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no. think you'll find I have. Ruth says, uh, good morning, Steve. Good I don't know where morning. Ruth is from. Chinese, I was remembering. Right, OK. And she says, I uh, heard a woman on a, a TV quiz show, hadn't heard of Lewis Carroll. She said, I think the education system needs an overall. I saw a guy on Come Dine With Me, and he was Scottish. It's an old one. And he said, uh, crap, Suzetti. He said, uh, what, what, what's that? Crepe Suzetti. He said, Crepe Suzetti. He said, uh, what's that? He said, he said, I know what she's done. She's gone on to Google and just made up a word. I thought, you've never heard of Crepe Suzette? <laughs> that was a bit of a worry, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway. Uh, Bill in South Croydon. England flight diverted to Scotland. Be sure of a warm welcome. Yes. The old ones. Tonsils out earns you crisps and dry biscuits these days. Ice cream and jelly are off. Oh, really? Oh, I'd only do it for jelly and ice. I can't have jelly now. Why? Too much sugar. We can get sugar Oh, free. it's horrible. Have you tried it? Yeah. <sighs> I don't mind it. Naff, I'm afraid. Best way to keep cool is to put your feet in a bowl of water, says Chris. Really? Well, what if you're walking through town? You're going to look a bit silly and slosh around, yes, aren't you, you I are. suppose? Why don't they just make Wellingtons that are hermetically sealed and you put, pour water in and then you just put your feet in and it could be like sloshing through because the Because you'd surf. look like a prat. But nobody would know that there was water in there, would they? But you'd, well, you, well, yes, but people are in shorts and you're walking around in Wellington boots. 
Yeah, well, people walk around in Ugg boots. What's the difference? Very true. Some woman turned up on the Jeremy Carl show the other day. That's a surprise. Uh, that a woman turned up as opposed to some things that look like Godzilla. She's wearing and, Uggs. Sorry? Was she wearing Uggs? She was wearing Uggs. Oh. She was wearing Uggs. That, and I thought, it's boiling hot in a studio anyway. And they, these... these oh, I hate, I hate Almost Uggs. as bad as Crocs. Oh, Crocs are even oh, worse. Oh, God, I I'm can't sorry. stand Who them. Ever, the Chinese must be sitting there going, and they're wearing rubber shoes. Oh. We can't believe it. I've, people do wear... I've They're seen vile, families wearing vile, them. Vile, 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 Have you got a pair? No, I have. Oh, OK, I'm just checking. No. Uh, I've got a pair of Vans. Vans? Oh, you've never heard the of trainers. them? trainers. No, they're, they're for young people. They're not for I've you, got, anyway. I've got Van trainers. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, right. OK. What have you got? Vans. You've got what? A Ford. <laughs> yes, I've got a, a box van. <laughs> box Luton. <laughs> wonder why it wouldn't fit. Uh, Dee says, I've got to get my prescription today, too. Please, God, and boots. It'll all be ready. Ah, uh, so you want to come to my, my chemist? They're much nicer. Do you still got, do all of you still get those little cases with all the little boxes yes. telling you what day? Yes. Because you can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yes. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. So I come back no, with really? four, four <laughs> boxes, two yellow boxes to put the needles in and board the uh, used things. It's OK, bored now. Uh, OK, and then I get a box of needles and then I get three boxes of insulin... Because I'm, like, really ill, you know, and I like to really labour the points. And uh, Mr. Shah will have... In fact, actually, if you're going to Goods the Chemist, you could just sit in there because they've got air conditioning. Well, they've got sofas. Yes. Really? There is a sofa to sit down. Really? There is. It takes yeah. that long? Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's, it's nice, though, but you could just sit there and, and they've got all the stuff on the ship. You go, what have I not got? Right. I quite like that idea. My, my, my poor friend Sarah was furious. It was her birthday the other day. Did you forget? No, I didn't. Oh, and her furious? husband, Jay... Uh, reminded me that it was her birthday. You did uh, forget. No, no, no. So he, somebody he reminded sent, you. No, he yes, he, he yes. He sent me a text in to say, "Can you mention it on the program?" <laughs> so I did it at the end of yesterday's show, and uh, and she says, Th- "Thanks, thanks very much indeed for uh, for telling everybody how old I am." Ah, well done. Congratulations. How yes. old did you say she, she was? She says, "Thanks for the birthday mention. I'll have a word with Jay about outing my age because she's forty-five, and uh, <laughs> and I promised I wouldn't mention again that if you add it together, it makes nine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. And uh, sadly, that's it. Oh, uh, I thought I'd, I'd come back and do it again tomorrow. Do do check out the LBC website. Pictures of Big and Hill. Nice picture of me, actually. Love. It is a oh. lovely picture of you. You look Thank very you. smart. I do look very smart. Mm. Chris Lowry looks very smart. There's a picture of uh, Anthony David. A picture of everybody on there. Michael Trabulsi, Jonathan, everybody's up there. It was a good day for you. It was a very, very good day. If it only hadn't been so hot. But it was it was really lovely, so I should go next year as well. well watch and out for the rain. Yes. Luckily, I brought an umbrella. Which I'm going to steal. Any umbrellas, any umbrellas to think today. Lovely to see you, Alan. It always was lovely a, to see always you Always a pleasure. Too. Great to see you on your new phone. Like yes. I'm thrilled. Which you don't have. Don't care. Don't care. Soon I'll have one. But I do have an iPad, which is nice. We'll see you soon. Oh, yes, okay. Bless you. That's Alan Dodgen. I'm Steve Allen. Back tomorrow morning at five. Don't forget to podcast. Nick with you after the news at seven. First of all, today's business update, Sam Pittis. Thank you, Steve. The FTSE will open after closing up 25 points.